So can you yeah, like leave leave a link somewhere, Mahatma? Have you got a PDF? Uh, uh, I haven't. Uh, I've just got the hard copy. Okay. All right. I've got. I've one. got a PDF saved uh, that I could I could send probably in like a email or something. I don't think I can send PDFs on here. Well, right. you're talking about Program to Kill. No, uh, weird scenes. Right, right, okay. Yeah, yeah, I've not got that one, but I've got the program to kill. Are we reading out program to kill? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, we'll read that out. Okay, okay Doc. Nice, so we'll, um, okay, well, this is the first uh, experimental episode of the Hoaxbusters Call Reading Circle, and we're going to read uh, Dave McGowan, Program to Kill. So we'll start with the introduction. Here we go. Mind Control 101. The experimenters will be particularly interested in dissociative states, from the abasement de nouveau mental to multiple personality in so-called mediums, and, and an attempt will be made to induce a number of states of this kind, including hypnosis, and that was a quote from a declassified MKUltra document. It is probably safe to say that this is not your typical true crime book. It is instead a journey into the even darker, more disturbing world, one that exists in the shadows of the world depicted in the hundreds of formulaic serial killer biographies that line the shelves of America's bookstores. For many readers, much of the information contained within these pages will be unfamiliar, and some of the theories and ideas that are discussed may seem rather bizarre. Perhaps the most controversial theory that readers will find themselves confronted with concerns a phenomenon commonly referred to as mind control. Although the concept of mind control has long been a staple of that polluted well-spring of information known as the conspiracy theory literature, where it often mingles freely with outlandish tales of reptilian aliens and paranormal activity. It has never been a polite topic of discussion in mainstream culture. The only exposure that most people have had to the idea of mind control is through the often metaphorical and frequently absurd images that Hollywood has provided in decades-long string of films, from The Manchurian Candidate and The Stepford Wives in the 1960s and 1970s, to such recent offerings as Conspiracy Theory and Zoolander, along with the remakes of both The Manchurian Candidate and The Stepford Wife. Okay. I just uh, watched Conspiracy Theory, that retarded movie with Mel Gibson, uh, oh, yeah. like two nights ago. Uh, right. And it, it's been the first time I've seen it in a long time, and... It was really interesting seeing how they portrayed uh, someone who they saw as a conspiracy theorist. Uh, right, I've never seen that. It, yeah, Mel Gibson plays this conspiracy theorist, and he ends up being right in the end. But they show right. him, you know, he's got all these problems. Uh, like uh, he he keeps his food under lock and key in his refrigerator and. You know, he's got, of course, the the ubiquitous uh, collage on the wall with the strings attached. And 
and he's all crazy, but it, it turns out he was like an MK ultra victim. You find out in the end. So it kind of gives an excuse for his craziness, but they, they still like, um, they ridicule him and they, they find ways of like making it. It's he even says some like true things, but they're presented as, as a total joke. Yeah. You know, that, um, Drunk meltdown he had when he got stopped by pigs and stuff. And he was yeah, running, he, about, he spouted, running about the Jews. Well, yeah. And that was a a put up job or drink. It was like organic type of. Mm, it it could be some kind of Masonic hazing or something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. That it, it kind of seemed phony, and, and like Mel Gibson's like still he's back. You know, he was they acted like he was blackballed for like ten years or something, but he's making movies again. And I don't I don't think you just uh, uh, no, I know you know, get to make movies. Yeah, if if you are really on the bad side of uh, of those people. Yeah. And it kind of fell right after that uh, that uh, religious movie and stuff as well, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's that's. I think it happened. Yeah, shortly after that, when he came out with the Passion of the Christ. Nice timing. Yeah, yeah. Where I I remember they there were like stories in the news about how he, the movie painted the the Jews as the. Yeah, you know, like the killers of Christ and stuff like they yeah, were. That's right. At least the narrative was was painting it like they were upset about him making that movie. Or... Uh, good night, uh, guys. But uh, you know that Mel Gibson himself is Jewish. I did not know that. Well, yeah, no. I mean, uh, there are some strong uh, clues to uh, to suggest that. Makes sense. So, so it is kind of an in, yeah, like an staged infighting as well. I mean, I still, yeah. I still like I mean, his movies. I mean, he's a good actor and, and director, but uh, yeah, a, his dad's a big Jesuit, isn't he? Mm. Yeah, I think his was it his dad that was talking about nine eleven being a hoax or. I think he did. He did, right? He he himself did it or not? Yeah, I I think he Uh, says things along those lines, but uh, his dad too. Yeah, I I I see Mel Gibson just like I see Jim Carrey. They're like they know what's going on between the elites, and they still push to show a little bit what they can, right? I mean, they're controlled as well, right? And they cannot show show the full hand, but at least they show some cards. But maybe their their public image of their actual supposed characters is an act as well. Yeah, yeah that's spot on. Don't fall Pressure control. Uh, what's that like? Pressure release, sort of a thing. That's all part of it. 
as well. I don't, I don't think they're particularly being like trying to give us any clues. You know what I mean? But but hey, um, hey uh, Doc, uh, nice to meet you. Um, uh, if you have seen this scene with um, who was it? Uh, uh, Jay Leno of uh, Jim Carrey talking about the moon hoax. I mean, that was pure. That was showing himself. Mm. Literally saying the people fucking believe this shit. You know? Yeah. Right, and that's uh, an act that that is real. That is showing a little bit of cards, right? I mean, uh, as far as you can go when you're in this uh, Hollywood scene and all that. But yeah, Jim Carrey as well, and the vaccines and all. He's like said, but like, how much that's real? But like, you can, you know, in like this first page we've just read. Yeah. Talking about mm-hmm. having having bits of truth. Amongst all the absurd. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely saw that in that that conspiracy theory movie. Should uh, uh should we get started like, on the next? Oh page? yeah. Yeah. Yeah, please. Yeah. Who's next? I will share the uh, the the clip in the live stream chat uh, of uh, Jim Carrey. But please go on. Yes, on the clip here. Yeah. And Gaia, we're going um, in alphabetical order according to the the chat uh, list. So Kalita went first. So then it's Mahatma, myself, uh, right. Dave, and then and then you. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Right. Page seven. Program to kill. Most people are naturally quite sceptical of the notion that someone's thoughts and actions can be controlled by unseen actors, particularly in Western culture, where the idea of free will is firmly indoctrinated. Theories of mind control are inimical to the omnipresent mantra that we are all responsible for our our own actions. It is quite likely that... Scenarios involving mind control killers, whether assassins like Lee Harvey Oswald or Sirhan Sirhan, or serial killers like Henry Lee Lucas or Charles Manson, will be summarily dismissed by many readers. Skeptics should bear in mind that, contrary to perceptions, mind control is not a fictional creator of novelists and Hollywood screenwriters. To the contrary, there exists a substantial paper trail establishing that the US intelligence community has devoted a vast amount of both human and financial resources over a period of several decades to the study of mind control. Along the way, luminaries of numerous social sciences have been recruited and co-opted. Detailing all the techniques and procedures that have received attention from the Central Intelligence Agency and its brethren is, unfortunately, well beyond the scope of this book. It is possible, however, to provide a rough sketch of what mind control really is, a sketch that will, it is hoped, 
help to demystify a phenomenon that is not, as it turns out, nearly as uh, esoteric as it may must as it may first appear to be. Basic methodology of mel again. The basic methodology of mind control was revealed many decades ago by George Estabrooks, a prominent psychologist hypnotist who, who worked under contract to American intelligence agencies. In his book Hypnotism, first published in 1943, Estabrooks teased his audience by notice, noting that the intelligent reader will sense that much more is withheld than he's been than he's been told. While that was undoubtedly an accurate assessment, Estbrooks nevertheless re did reveal enough to allow an, an informed reader to cons to construct a reasonably accurate picture of the fundamental mind control. The gr the <laughs> the degree to which any given person is susceptible of being mind controlled is a direct function of that person's susceptibility to what is known as dissociative states. According to the psychiatric community, dissociative states are dissociative disorders include amnesia, fugue state, and what used to be called multiple personality disorder. But is now generally referred to as dissociative identity disorder. All of these terms describe the same basic phenomenon a person who is seemingly in control of his or her actions over a given time period is unable at a later date to recall or account for those actions. So what, what do you guys think about disassociative disorder do you do you think there's legitimacy to that idea yeah and um, so like, um, are we talking about like um or like the multiple you know the multiple personalities uh mm -hmm. the multiples yeah uh, especially um you know Jack, don't you, uh, Dave? Uh, you did quite quite a bit of work on it, and um, it's it's most uh, effective when people are under, say, five or six, or even younger, because then you can by um, trauma to the coccyx. That's what you can split personalities and build different ones, you know what I mean? Are you talking They've about got like scientific ways of of doing different personalities and I, I, I know that's true, like to what extent they use it I don't know. So trauma to the say again. I know the the coccyx the coccyx. You know the so the bump Are you are you thinking what the, I'm thinking? Sexual abuse. Yeah. As a method yeah. of yeah. brainwashing. Yeah, they can, they can create like musical geniuses and, and stuff, you know. Even uh, things like drug uh, addictions and all that can be traced back to like trauma 
uh, yeah. in early life, I think. Yeah. yeah trauma has a, plays a massive part. Well, absolutely. Yeah, we haven't gotten to it yet, but I'm sure they're they're going to bring up triggering, like uh, being able to bring those different uh, personalities out. I think, uh, like he said, Sirhan, Sirhan, you know, they, the narrative goes with that guy I, when they're like a woman in a red dress. And the idea is that she somehow triggered him to, to go into a... Uh, a different state to where he was a, a trained assassin. Like it's pretty out there. Uh, I mean, I, I do see the, there is some possibility. It sounds, I mean, you can create trauma and attach things to it. I, I'm, I'm sure. So how would woman they in the red dress is quite an old used one though, isn't it? The destruction, the trigger or whatever, you know what I mean? Well, actually, now yeah, I'm, I'm woman, thinking about woman it, in I think dress. it was polka dot as well. I think it was red with red polka dots or, or something. But, right. yeah, it, right. that is that is a common trope. Yeah, the, the red dress. Uh, yeah. I think even in, like, occult or, you know, esoteric stuff, it's there's, there's a lot of uh, symbolism behind a woman in a red dress. Yeah. The lady in red. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. The Matrix as well. Yeah. Yeah, it went, it, yeah, when you're familiar with the with that uh cliche, yeah, you you see it all the time. I I do. I see it in movies and yeah. um, it definitely stands out. Someone put up a thing on the uh, Facebook uh, about Kate and what's his name with the baby? She was wearing uh, some dress from a film. It was the same exact dress as some film where there's like some woman that's apparently uh, gets raped by the devil or something like that. Is that a <laughs> devil's advocate? Woman in the red dress. Short the devil's hair. advocate, the film. I don't know. I don't know what film it was. Someone Robert De Niro. But they yeah, just have yeah, yeah, the picture of uh, the woman in the film, and then you know wearing the dress, and then it had a picture yeah. of her with uh, William, you know, and she's wearing the same dress. Like, right? What's the baby called? What's it called? Damien. That'd be funny. The royal baby Damien. Damien. <laughs> All these, I don't uh, know what it's doing. Fucking like, um, seeing conspiracy <laughs> particularly in the US, like about six 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 and six six six. That and when it's, if you break it down, the actual number of the beast it says it's six one six. Mahatma, you want to stop for a wee game of conspiracy bingo? <laughs> conspiracy <laughs> bingo. <laughs> the the minister at the church that I got taken to when I was a kid 
uh, or pastor as he called himself, which apparently means sh- shepherd. Anyway, um, he he said something like visa is six 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 Roman numerals, and then another one, and then another one. It's supposed to be six six six. And he was like, he was going on about mark of the beast. You get a visa in your hand. Da-da-da. Yeah. So getting cry. a visa is the Mac based. Yeah, I don't know what the other numerical systems are that an S and an A is a six. Yeah, I was listening to A. A. Morris today and he was talking about yeah, the mark of the beast and it, it being your your ID card, you know, your driver's yeah. license, your social security card. Even he he was taking it so far as even your name, even having a name, and you know, uh, that's right. The name not being a natural thing that you're you're born with, like that, even being the mark of the beast. And I don't know about taking it that far, but he was saying. Uh, I mean, the other stuff I I, I could. Uh, I mean, it made a lot of sense. Yeah, and relating it to the doom, Doomsday, Doomsday book where, like, everybody mm-hmm. was registered in. Yeah. And then they can tax you. Yeah. It's not as like, you. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a facsimile of you. It's not really you. It's like... Yeah, your legal... I guess the... Um, Escalator, Brigante, blah, 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 blah. And you'd say, what? But that's not you. You're, you're yeah. you. Yeah. Can't you. You're not even the, the outside of you. Like, I, I feel yeah. like me is, isn't in my brain either. It's like somewhere in my chest or something. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, like, I don't know when you the 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 big emotions like you you feel it there like you you feel things happen on like on like the inside and uh i don't know i, I think that makes makes more sense than putting putting every writing everything on the brain like yeah like science tends to do yeah, there's a connection with the brain and the heart and the, all that anyway i'm sure yeah. that uh, people that get transplants like I don't know how true this is, but like people that get transplant, like say a heart transplant, then they take on like characters or and memories and that of the people that they got as a that were the donate the donators. So. I've heard about this. It's quite interesting. Mm. Yeah, how the fuck do you prove that? Uh, uh, like that's people have got um hearts of people who were killed in bike crashes oh, were martial artists and all of a sudden they know of martial arts or oh, they just get really them. interested in it and all that yeah. apparently so like if it's developed you know what about muscle memory is it actually going to be effective instinctively your heart is a muscle it's one of the most powerful muscles you've got in it Never stop. Yeah, but with with the training, you're conditioning your whole body, aren't you? Yeah. Surely it wouldn't just suddenly be an 
like fucking athlete or something. Just kidding. Yeah. Not enough. But all the same instincts are still there, you know. I'm thinking of the Matrix again, though. <clears throat> that bit right, where I'm... learning all the different martial arts. That, would, that felt good. Give me some more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is that uh, Neo getting getting downloaded? Yeah. Learning all the different martial arts and that. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> I know jujitsu. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me yeah. let me pick up here where we left off. Right. All right. All right. As with any category of mental illness. There is no dividing line that separates those who are diagnosed with disassociative disorders from those who are, quote, normal. Virtually everyone possesses the ability to experience disassociative states. Many people, for example, are familiar with the phenomenon sometimes referred to as driving on autopilot. The scenario generally plays out as follows. You suddenly snap out of it just as you are pulling into your parking space at work. And you realize, to your horror, that you can't remember anything since leaving your house. If this has happened to you, then you have experienced being in a disassociative state. In essence, you drove to work while in a fugue state, and you later had amnesia. In a similar vein, it could be said that an alter personality, in quotes, which you have no conscious awareness of, drove you to work. In any event, it is clear that someone piloted your car to work in a safe and reasonable manner. It was someone other than, quote, you. Many people are also familiar with another common example of a disassociative state. You are deep in thought, oblivious to everything around you, possibly working on the solution to one of the world's greatest mysteries, when suddenly your silent meditation is interrupted perhaps by an unexpected noise or by someone calling your name or tapping your shoulder. As you, quote, snap out of it, you suddenly realize, much to your dismay, that you cannot remember what it was that you were so deep in thought about just moments before. If you have ever had a similar experience, or if you are familiar with the dreamlike state that some people attain just before falling asleep or while engrossed, in a book or television program, then you have experienced being in a disassociative state of consciousness. While the ability to disassociate is likely universal or nearly so, some people are clearly more susceptible to disassociative states than others. There is little question that someone's innate ability to disassociate can be greatly enhanced, although not necessarily by ethical means. The most severe of the disassociative disorders, MPD slash DID, is in almost almost all cases created by psychological trauma, so severe that the traumatic episode or episodes cannot be integrated into the experiences of the core personality. By far, the most common cause of MPD is early childhood trauma, usually, but not always, resulting from horrific abuse by a parent or other adult guardian. 
Dr. Frank Putnam noted in 1989 that he was, quote, struck by the quality of extreme sadism that is reported by most WPD victims. Many multiples have told me of being sexually abused by groups of people, of being forced into prostitution by family members, or of being offered a sexual enticement to their mother's boyfriends. After one has worked with a number of MPD patients, it becomes obvious that severe, sustained, and repetitive child abuse is a major element in the creation of MPD, end quote. Dr. Deidre Barrett, writing in 2001 for Psychology Today, offered a similar observation. Disassociators, quote, have the following traits in common. Many such subjects reported a history of child abuse, although some remembered that this directly. Some had been told by others that they had been battered. Other disassociators who had not been abused had suffered childhood traumas such as prolonged painful medical conditions and before the age of 10 experienced the deaths of their parents, end quote. So, yeah, that uh, that before going to bed dream, uh, quote unquote, fugue state. That's something that that I experience almost every night. Like me too. I have, I have I like a like, level of dream that's not even sleeping yet. Yeah, me too. And I have like uh, a really uh, <clears throat> sort of uh, realistic. What do you call it? Like visceral. I don't know. I dream a lot, and it's like bizarre and. Um, now that they explained what they mean by that, then I'm like, oh god, I'm really like that. It's another one as well when you're like doing something autopilot as well. Um, yeah. Are we all stoners? I kind of, yeah. but not. Most I don't know if that's anything to do with it, but well, like as in. For you, me, you, that stops me dreaming for some reason. I was just yeah, talking about yeah, that. I don't my yeah, it's true. I, uh, I, I used to be a stoner, and now I'm not anymore. I used to be, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I get sort of uh, feel like I've walked home or something and, and on another, somewhere else, something like that. But uh, it's hard to tell because uh, smoking weed. But, I was going to read it in for some reason. Like, earlier, I was sleeping earlier and was having a dream about being in my old house. And when I got up, that was just like, I don't know, just a wee while before I came on here. Um, I was like, going into, I went into the kitchen thinking I was going to the toilet. Because I was like, going the wrong way in my old house. <laughs> Bizarre. That's what uh, I was about to say. I ended up stood in the kitchen thinking... What the fuck have I come in here for? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I know that thought. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, what I would say is, in- is interesting <laughs> from uh, Dave McGowan's uh, stuff. It's th- this multiple personality disorder is both in, in like, let's say, the victim of abuse and so, and I, I totally see that, but also in the 
aggressor. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. they also uh, they rationalize their own behavior, uh, saying, "Yeah, it was not me." Right. They're like uh, Donald Trump can say. Yeah, I uh, I said I uh, would build a wall uh, with Mexico, but that was not actually me, right? Like that. Yeah, and and they haven't learned how to do it off the block or on the corner either, have they? Hmm. Uh, what do you mean? Haven't just learned how to do it by any Tom, Dick, and Harry. They've gone to the the best of running it. You know what, I think it's really obvious to me like, is like, well, even looking at like uh, degree level psychology and uh, psychiatry stuff, like, um, they've so like kind of minimised their uh, red for knowledge on the topic, but man, like, they really, really, really know a lot more than even the, like, do you know what I mean? Like, they give away at any university level or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of made it like we don't know the brain and that. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. They know it. It's like um, the, book, the book Political Ponderology by Andrew yeah. uh, yeah. Lebowski. Yeah. That's a, it's a really good book. I'll, I'll lent it out and never got it back, but it's a good book. But most of the uh, authors um, who I who were involved in that. No, I, I know it's I know um but it's a high suicide profession. But Where is it? The majority of the authors all committed suicide because they realised the world was run by psychopaths and there was no U turn. Mm. Yeah, like it's interesting the, about the fugue it's state. It's sad it's sad but I can understand it, yeah. Um, it's like interesting what Dave McGowan says about the fugue states because he mentions it later in Weird Scenes Inside the Canyon about um, a bloke <laughs> out of the beach boys who, who regularly went into fugue states and would disappear and not know what the fuck he was doing and stuff. I can't remember who it was. It might have been the drummer. Are we talking about um, someone having some kind of remote control or are we talking about your brain just being a bit fucked from childhood pardon my French uh, you know so you just you're broken and you're just going off without your conscious mind being there yeah but but the fugue state means certainly dissociated from your former self you know what I mean a new state of mind not quite knowing what's going on yeah like with the NLP techniques, where they they just blag you until you you sort of um or subliminal tricks. So you, your conscious mind gives up on listening to them, and you you just you just fade out, and then that's when they start saying all these suggestive things, and it's going straight into your subconscious. Yeah. In effect. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was thinking about. Uh, I probably uh, go into an autopilot mode the most when I'm at work and just, uh, you know, going into like a fugue state where, yeah, I'm just doing doing the job, not even thinking about it. Uh, yeah. But is that 
could that even be because it's its own trauma in and of itself, you know, being, being forced basically to, to be doing something that would really not, uh, would prefer to not have to do for the, I don't know, what is it? Half my waking hours. Yeah. What do you do? If you don't mind asking. I work at a print shop. Is it like, um, office or serving people? Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've done construction and been outside, did, did a lot of that, but yeah, now I'm, I'm inside and in a, uh, like a warehouse mostly. Yeah. But yeah, if you're, if you're familiar with, uh, uh, what's that dead Kennedy song? Uh, I'm trying to think of how it goes. The, it's like the, the last song on the first album where, where he's talking about like basically being a robot, uh, and hearing the, the gears turn in and I don't know that. Not the, is it the one that's like, the... work, work every my day. job, anyway. yeah, I'm at my job. That's it. Do, 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 do. That one. Yeah. That's yeah. the one. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the, you know, the machines have, have the sound that like matches with that, that song. Like, I don't know. It's, it's spot on. But they pay me do 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 yeah. Yeah, you don't need like I've been in similar jobs and stuff, and you don't need to be like concentrating really, do you? And it's sort of like like probably a bit of relief to like wander off in your mind. Yeah, probably yeah. is that same thing to a degree, like the autopilot. It is autopilot, I would say. If I'm say I'm sparring or something, I'd do much better if I just go into autopilot and don't really think about what I'm doing. It just, just comes more naturally and quicker, you know. And harder to read from the opponent. Yeah. Uh, this is what he said uh, about driving to work. Yeah, that, that's I recognise that. You, you, you think back and uh, how did I end up here, right? Yeah. You yeah. know you did it, but still, yeah, it's not conscious. It's just routine. So is that like, I wonder if it's like your brain putting up a self-defense because you're sick of the stuff you've got to do, yeah. So you're just like, ah. Think about something else. I don't know. Uh, you, yeah, well, it, 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 yeah, and I'm pleased, man. Please. You're safe in your car, so you're on the on the pyramid of threats. There is no threats as far as you're concerned. So you're in state white. You know what I mean? You're not even thinking. Mm. But that's the thing, and that's what exactly what I wanted to say because. If you're in Europe or if you're in North America, uh, driving is there's no threat. It's it's easy, it's safe, and all that. But mm-hmm. here in Colombia, you know, and he, I, I love driving here because it's so dynamic. You have to uh, pay attention all the time. 
Yeah. I mean, it's not like it's not the same as uh, like, uh, yeah. How did I get here? Now you you realize <laughs> how you get there because you yeah. got there, right? I mean, there's I always like something the going part. on. <laughs> but yeah, I, I have driven in Europe, and uh, yeah, it's, it's much more, let's say, boring there yeah i know yeah everything's signposted and everybody's like i don't know uh polite and sort of you know what i mean that way. yeah yeah everybody is it's like a robot i mean if you look at the traffic also uh if you look from a distance to the traffic it's it's like robotic right even yeah. even here even here it is like that like an honest I mean, yeah 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 exactly Uh, or even people walking, same thing. And so us too, right? I mean, we're all part of the same game. It always makes me laugh in, in train stations, and you know they have the the stairs at the to different platforms. Yeah. So like, keep to the left. Keep to the left. And there'll be like queues at the left, and lane on the right. There's no one walking down, and everyone's just no. I have to go on the left. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's very pretty. pretty. Hello. <laughs> Anyone there? There used to be a weird, like, head teacher guy used to stand there at uh, the school I went to and say, say that, like, keep to the work every time we're coming back for a break or something. <laughs> <laughs> and another thing I think is quite funny is, like, if you're a pedestrian, and, which I am, and you're kind of like going across the road I've just noticed this kind of recently that like people stop they stop in the most like you know in like the most inappropriate times where they could really do damage and let you cross and you're like it's alright I can wait like five seconds to find a time to cross but they stop and let you go by has anybody else noticed that? Yeah Like uber polite Yeah yeah, you have the luck you're in Britain, uh, people. <laughs> I think people's, when they're in like a herd mentality, they, they the parts of their brain shut off. Like uh, my, my wife works at Disney and uh, she, you know, she gets a ton of free tickets and I got kids, so I get drug out there sometimes. And at closing time, you know, after the fireworks, it's it's just a, a sea of people uh, exiting. They're all going one direction, but they stay in like a, a line. It's not single file. It's a wide-ass line, but they just <laughs> uh, – but none of them are like looking for a better route. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like oh, there, yeah. There was yeah. this one area that was wide open um, – <laughs> with with like grass and and bushes i mean you could see you could see all these different paths there were there were two paths and there was not a i i'm i swear to god there was not a single soul on this sidewalk that ran oh. parallel to the one that had like thousands of people on not a soul yeah. and uh i'm i'm with her and my kids and i'm like you know walking down that way and she was even a part of the group to such an extent that she was like, stop, 
Like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. All the people go this way, so let's yeah. do this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and I, I'm like, what do you, I'm like, what do you mean? Look, we can see everything. We can see this path is going right there, and we're, we're the only ones here. And she put up a, a, a small fight and, uh, and eventually went my, my way, and I pointed it out to her. I'm like, Did you, do you see what, what just happened? Like, it was, it was shocking. Uh, yeah. I mean, I would have expected there to be a couple people like, you know, uh, not to say that I'm, I'm on some kind of other level, but there wasn't anybody else. It was, it was crazy. No, but but Carl, I think what what um, made us what, what what made us here is that kind of behavior. Because yeah, other, I, I'm sure it's got its benefits. People, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm not putting on another level, not 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 being arrogant or nothing like that, but. If we weren't like that, we wouldn't have figured out what we have figured out, right? Yeah, and it's not to say that not following the uh, the stream or you know going against the grain that that that's necessarily a better direction because I mean I, it's got its pitfalls too. Yeah, well, but I think it has more benefits, especially if you can. Um, how do you say, um, can uh, uh, analyze the risks that are involved in going a different way. Are you talking metaphorically now or literally walking on a different path? Mm. I, just got I can take it. it either way. Yeah. I guess it kind but, of means, uh, but not necessarily if people are following that path that they're all like sheep or something. Right. Yeah, it's, it's just a, a herd pilot, man. They're on autopilot. That's what that is. It's a herd mentality. Yeah. Of course it is. Yeah. People like to follow other people. That is for sure. All right, Gaia, you wanna you wanna pick it up? Is it my go? Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, oh wait, oh, no, I th I think. No, but they, I, I'm, it's they, not my turn. So yeah, yes, I'm, I'm sorry, my bad. Okay. So we're going from uh, before the age of ten, experience the deaths of their parents, right? It was that. Uh... Yes, yeah, that was, that was where I left off, yes. Yeah. As mental health professionals, that's the yeah. next paragraph. Okay. <clears throat> As mental health professionals have long recognized, the normal human reaction to highly uh, stressful situations is what is known as the flight or fight or flight response. Children, however, typically lack the ability to either fight off or flee from their attackers and abusers. This is particularly true, of course, for very young children. The human brain, that wonderfully, that wonderfully resilient organ, therefore reacts in the best way that it can under the circumstances. It allows the child to mentally flee from the situation. When the abuse of an, ex of an extreme nature, the brain's response is to build a virtual wall around the traumatic experiences by creating a separate and distinct alter personality to deal with con uh, current and future episodes of abuse. Although MPD 
slash DID is a disorder listed in the DSM-4, the veritable Bible of the psychiatric community. The public generally looks upon the notion of multiple personality with a healthy dose of scepticism, a scepticism encouraged by a news and entertainment media apparatus that generally mocks and ridicules the condition, and by a not not insignificant number of psychologists and psychiatrists who deny the existence of MPD slash DID, strangely enough, many of whom visible and vocal members of the denial crowd tend to be psychologists and psychiatrists who've received funding from the CIA. In November 2001, researchers in Melbourne, Australia, conducted what the Herald Sun described as a world-first study of multiple personality disorder. The goal of the study was to help resolve within the mental health community. Conclusion reached by the researchers, at least one of whom had been skeptical quote, had been sceptical of the disorder, unquote, before working on the project, was that individuals who, quote, who suffer multiple personality disorder are not faking their alter egos. The study involved comparing the brainwave brainwave pattern of people claiming to be suffering from the disorder with the brainwave patterns of actors portraying the condition. While the actors gave, quote, outwardly convincing performances, unquote, the researchers found that their Quote, distinct changes in the brain of sufferers as they switch personalities, while those changes were not detected in the brains of those who were just acting the part. Shall I go on? Or? No, you're all right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's so uh, strange that that is um, really like this. Stuff I, I was listening to uh, podcasts and stuff on YouTube once by, I can't remember the guy's name, Gabor something, G-A-B-O-R, and he was talking about addiction. And it's uh, Gabor really Mate, Gabor Mate, yeah, he's a great yeah, guy. Yeah, and it's all he's the same, Hungarian with this guy. Yeah. childhood stuff, and the, yeah. the, how, how they deal, it's all the same as this, and it's like a, yeah. a drug addiction. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like our first, um, most primal self-defense mechanism. Yeah, makes sense. Ah. And it, it could put it really even down to like a, it was down to like a questionnaire, where it was like if, say, I can't remember what the questions were, but wasn't that many questions, like 10 questions were in this questionnaire, and it's stuff like, I don't know, have your parents, were your parents in, uh, jail and stuff like that and there was like 10 and if you picked like so many of these boxes well you're gonna have problems with drugs when you're older you know what i mean and it's like it seems like the exact same thing as what that uh page was just talking about yeah uh, Iva, uh dev sorry Iva. Iva. yeah Iver. was he that creepy guy he was diagnosed with DID, he told me. Was he the one that drove us up to Scotland that time? Uh, he was the one that he uh, he painted as a backdrop oh, and stuff. Yeah, 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 I remember. Somebody in has got DID? Yeah, he was diagnosed DID. He's quite a, he's a good artist and he's quite a 
he's quite a bright bloke. He's just fucking pissed all the time. He can't make get any sense out of him, and he's he's there in every way. You know. Is that just one? I mean, does does he have multiple personalities? You know, have you have you seen? Oh, not really. Just uh, erratic and angry behavior, and does jump from subject to subject quickly. You know what I mean? He's doing something, mm. then he'll drop it and start doing something else. Oh, maybe I've got that. <laughs> No, I don't think I've ever met anyone. Yeah, yeah, I I have seen my my second best friend, you know, I have two best friends, my Dutch and my German one. And the German one, he was in a psychosis uh, of smoking too uh, too much weed. Not that it caused it, but that helped in getting it, right? Um, And he was, he was completely not himself anymore. I mean, I couldn't recognize him. It was pretty scary to see that. Even physically looked different. Like. No, uh, physically, yes. But, but, but what he was saying was, like, man, yeah. I, I know you completely different. And this shocks me. And I didn't say anything uh, when that happened. But later he said, yeah, okay, I was in a psychosis. And what the fuck? It's <laughs> the first time I saw that. Mm. Well, right, well, they love they love the ID by now. So they're, what they're what is the ID? Sorry, what is the ID? Dissociative uh, disorder. Identity disorder. Dissociative and what's the I? Identity. 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 Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Most of them were regularly raped, so they've probably got DID. Uh huh, yeah. Seems to come mainly from trauma to the coccyx. That's why yeah, what, what he says can about give the. Give me a chance before he's seven and I'll give you the man. Uh, yeah, what he says yeah. about uh, children being uh, abused, they create a. Uh, a new personality or a dissociation from their own trauma uh, makes sense completely. And, and they can create multiple personalities, you know. Yeah, to just not, not have to deal with what you've experienced. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, same, same with uh, soldiers in a war, right? Yeah, probably. Although they'll be older, but like, I don't know if it does the same sort of a thing as when you're younger. Well, I think he goes, uh, Dave McGowan later goes into the um, the Phoenix program and uh, from what I've heard of that, it was it was like the most uh, heinous kind of uh, acts that 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 this this crew or uh, or whatever in troop in the army or what we're mm. doing Vietnam 
uh, and that those guys are repulsively they'd um officers or whatever had come back and their entire family would be sat at the table uh, at the dinner table but they did have their heads chopped off and their heads pushed inside their bodies fucking hell Jeez. yeah I think he, he goes on to say that the serial killers were a part of the uh, that it, it was just another operation spun yeah. off of the Phoenix program, like the Phoenix yeah. program brought to the States. It's like MKUltra or something. Yeah, I mean, if I, these guys have to be highly traumatized. I, I mean, I, I don't I know. know I, I guess we'll figure it out when we get there. But uh, Yeah, I was kind of thinking it was going to go more along, um, more along the line of theater. But I mean, uh, that's what I thought, but maybe... Yeah, I, I think it might be more of a, a PSYOP. Like, uh, I think he, he he does say that people got killed, and, you know, it's not uh, hashtag nobody died, nobody got hurt. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, we, can, we can choose to talk about it that way if that's how, if that's how we see it. I'm I'm just wondering how many of them were real and how many were media driven. That's the question. Yeah, I, I, I think I think there is some reality to it, but the ones who were shown in the media and boosted big time, those are scripted. But there must be something. I mean, there are so many strange personalities, right? I mean, it can happen. So many yeah. people. Uh, opportunity is there. Uh, I read these stories about this uh, guy in, uh, I think it was Ukraine, who ate his uh, victims and so. And yeah, of course, that it's probably uh, scripted. But there can be similar cases in those communities. Like nobody is there. It's it's a farming community, and yeah, it's it's easy prey. Let's say so. It's hard to figure out. Uh, what is real and what is not, but and I think certainly some part of it is real. Yeah. There's a lot of like uh, similar features in a lot of them that I don't know. Um, a Morris has been talking about it a lot that like you'll get the fact that they're making uh, like a certain era, like a certain era of people like think like sexually and stuff, <clears throat> and you find that that if you take uh, Fred and Rose West. I mean, there's there's all this sort of a, like background on them being swingers and you know all that sort of a thing that kind of puts uh, a sort of something that would be completely out of a uh, public sort of a, a, a scrutiny right in the middle of it, you know. And uh, a lot of them, there's all this sort of sexual stuff, and then there's uh, other, another one who's talking about H H Holmes or something. That's an older one in America, and that just is like the absolute uh, carbon copy of Ted Bundy. Like, he was handsome, he was uh, intelligent and all that. It's just like the same script rolled out again, you know? And they're always dying for us to think of ourselves as just, like, despicable bastards. So I think a lot of it's 
theatrical, but I might be wrong. A lot of the people found dead in Laurel Canyon, I've got to wonder if it was a real death or if they were off to Paraguay for a bit, you know. Yeah. Yeah, lots of people come to uh, South America. The Nazis and others, yeah. I remember reading about about Ken Lay not really dying and living in Paraguay. Why would you live in Paraguay? I mean, what the fuck? <laughs> it's a shithole of South America. <laughs> if you got loads of money and it's warm. Ken Lilo. Well, I would buy a house on the beach, but okay. <laughs> Is that what happened to Hitler then? Yeah, there are several stories and Hitler. <clears throat> and this is one of the topics I was interested in. Mainly because of my family background, but um, yeah, Hitler was a uh, project of different actors playing the same role. Like uh, Saddam Hussein was uh, admitted in the mainstream. Right? Uh, uh, that was could walk about anywhere. If he shaved, they could walk about anywhere, though, right? Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. That <laughs> is why he made this clown-esque uh, act with uh, dressing up like that and uh, mustache and all that. But uh, there is a uh, media story that uh, one Adolf Hitler, I don't know if it is so-called him, but uh, he was in uh, Colombia in 1954 and he was photographed and there's a newspaper and there's a photograph. But there are other stories that he went to Brazil uh, or to, and that's I think that's the best uh, guess, uh, to Argentina. And yeah. uh, this guy, there's a guy on YouTube, and he he traced back uh, where he went in uh, in Bariloche in Argentina, <coughs> where he lived, and he talked to people. I don't know if that's true, but uh, at least I, I I watched it, and it was interesting, and it could be. Oh. Uh, he talked to people like uh, the yeah, he was part of our community, and I I, I uh, here look at look at what I have. I have. Uh, like memorabilia from the Nazi uh, stuff and so there. Yeah, I mean, in the end, uh, one of the purposes of the so-called Holocaust story was to spread the Jews around the world. And the same thing happened with the Nazis, right? I mean, the same thing uh, with uh, Mengele in in Brazil and uh, the other, uh, I mean, uh, Eichmann also, right? I mean, they all went to there, I would say. Operation Paperclip? Yeah, well, that, that, those were the ones, of course, yeah, I mean, I mean the, the whole foundation behind uh, so-called nuclear, so-called space race, and even uh, biological and chemical warfare, I mean, those were Nazi guys. Yeah. I mean, in the end, it was all, uh, like, uh, scripted and, uh, and uh, Walt Disney uh, kind of... Uh, things but still I mean they were taken in because yeah they thought hey these guys can uh, can do something for us and uh, let's get them in so much for uh, we are allies and they are exes right <laughs> yeah. but we'll we'll uh, all we know, I mean, all we know would... the very late Nazis could have gone to the United Arab Emirates or somewhere you know Who's next reading? 
That's Gaia. Gaia. All right. Okay. Um, so how does all of this relate to the concept of mind control? In the simplest possible term, what the term mind control refers to is the process of first enhancing an unwitting subject's natural ability to dissociate, creating in essence the condition, the condition of multiple personality disorder, and then controlling that subject's dissociative states by creating one or more alter personalities that are effectively under the control of others and that are unknown to the core, so-called core uh, personality. But can this really be done? Is mind control a real phenomenon or merely the product of the fertile imaginations of various quote-unquote conspiracy theorists and self-described survivors? The, the answer to that question lies in the answers to several other questions, beginning with, first point, um, do dis dis dissociative states occur naturally in the human species? As anyone who has ever driven their car to work on autopilot or being called daydreaming or spacing out can testify, the answer is yes. Although the vast majority of people would not normally use the term dissociative, dissociative, oh man, this word, dissociative state to describe the experience. Second point, can the natural, naturally occurring ability to, to dissociate be enhanced? The answer here also appears to be yes, albeit with the caveat that enhancing that ability generally requires the infliction of several trauma, preferably during the vulnerable childhood years. Third point, would the CIA and other US intelligence agencies be restrained morally or ethically or legally, I would say, but uh, that's not what Dave said, morally or ethically from inflicting such trauma? How this question is answered depends largely upon the, the individual reader's political orientation and level of awareness of national and world events. Serious students of covert operations known that this, know that the CIA has a long sorted history of sponsoring countless assassinations, civilian massacres, violent coups, and barbaric torture slash interrogation centers, and that is just the short list. This bloody and very well documented record suggests that there is little, if anything, that the CIA will not attempt to justify in the name of so-called national security. Documents released through uh, Freedom of Information Act uh, requests have revealed that, at the very least, the agency has not shied away from funding and sponsoring studies in which very young children have been dosed with LSD continuously for several weeks. 
for a spoil. If we accept that this dissociation is a real and naturally occurring human ability and that the tendency to dissociate can be enhanced and that the intelligence community's hands are not tied by ethical concerns, then the final and most critical question becomes, can enhanced dissociative states once created be controlled? I will stop here because uh, then uh, we go into a next um, a part of uh, George Eastbrooks, uh, Esther Brooks, sorry. Well, did did everyone answer yes to the three questions? Do this is do disassociative states occur naturally in the human, and can they can the naturally occurring ability to dissociate be enhanced? And would the U.S. government uh, would they would they use trauma to to do that? Yeah, I, I would well, I, say no, no to the first question and yes to all the other ones. Because I don't think it's natural. I mean, it's hard to define what is natural, right? I would say yes to them all, but then I would kind of add a final one: is like, why go to all that bother when you can make it up? <laughs> yeah. If you know what I mean. But anyway. Yeah, but but still, but I mean. You need actors to make things up. How do you get them to do what you want to do is to dis dissociate them from right, themselves. Yeah. Right? But mm -hmm. Dave did say a couple pages ago that they've tested the brain waves of people that I guess they, oh, they yeah, yeah. are sure have DID. I don't I don't know how sure they could actually be, but they you know, they say they do and then compared it to those of actors and the the brain waves were different so acting isn't necessarily the same as dissociating yeah according to the study that he's citing at least yeah yeah my 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 main issue with this is that he says it's it, it is natural and i i wouldn't say it's natural but i think very much it is enhanced it well, can be I, I would question if it if it actually is dissociating, uh, or, you know, or if it's daydreaming. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it it could be that simple. That yeah, it's it's just. Uh, but the amnesia part is is interesting. Like I know I've driven before and missed my exit and been like I don't remember, you know, the road for the last twenty minutes or. Yeah. yeah, but but um, I want to highlight this uh, this guy I was playing. He's a great, great guy, and uh, Doc, uh, you're still there. I yep. mean, he is uh, acting in London on the street, and he is uh, talking with this megaphone, uh, you know, Kelly, this guy. And oh, yeah. what, what he actually shows is this, this is showed this is so oh man this this is so this this oh, fucking hell this <laughs> so separating strange. this separating behavior yeah <laughs> that's a good compromise <laughs> that he talks to police officers like a normal human being and he says listen i regard you as a normal human being you just have a fancy uniform on but you are just a normal human being and then you see actually happening what Dave describes here, 
this disassociative behavior that these people go completely out of their normal ordinary way of dealing with people because they have a uniform and an order and rules and laws and all this uh, bu bullshit, right? Yeah. So uh, another, it is quite uh, easy to establish that, I would say. Yeah, Madma. I know that bloke you're on about is Tanny Shine, isn't it? Remember Dave, he was on that um, protest down London. Yeah, there's oh, yeah. Like the Scottish yeah. one and there's an English one. Briggs were ragging him about and pulling his, his, um, he had a billboard with slogans on it and he was, was just it, laughing um, at him. It was where, where uh, what's his name got killed? Brian Hall. Uh, Ian Tomlinson. Oh, right. He killed him. He was the G20, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah. Throw yeah. him down there and then, uh, is an observant Jew he is and that uh, I asked him about his fr friendship with Manny Cher and he's, he dines regularly with him and he's a big cheese in the fucking Fabian Society yeah. Yeah, but it's but quite easy. Him. I mean, if you look at and a anyone who is in a job of so-called authority, they always dissociate themselves themselves as a person from their job. Yeah, I'm just doing my mm. job, right? Mm. I'm just following orders. I'm just a cog in the wheel. I'm just doing what I'm told to. Or any 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 excuse or answer, what we can interpret it as an excuse. But it's it, but in the end, I don't see it as natural. I think it's it's uh, instigated, it's produced by the people who know very well how to control people. Yeah. They right. But I don't think it's natural because if you are in a natural farmers community and with children, I mean children are not like that. Children, I find a very good example. I mean, uh, Kyle yeah. and Mahatma, yeah, you know what? Uh, you know much better than me. But um. I mean, they are not like that. Uh, so that is what I would say is natural. So when Dave says, yeah, it's natural and it's enhanced, I think it's unnatural and it's it's pushed more than natural. There was, um, That's there was a good point. There was a, a homeless shelter in Liverpool. Um, I think it was called the Bank of Love or something like that. Um, and so it was like an old bank building that hadn't been used for like 10 years or something and these squatters had got in there and opened it up to the homeless and they were feeding like 60 odd people in, every day and giving them somewhere to sleep and um, it ran for about two weeks and then um, the police turned up and tried to evict everyone but because it was a bank building they got big doors and then um, <laughs> You know, and uh, people got wind of the police trying to evict him, and I was living there at the time. A load of my friends, we all got down there and tried to get in the way, and you know, and uh, there was these couple of coppers stood there, and they were just stood like the the entrance to the, where we were blocking it. There was about thirty of us stood in the way in front of the door, and then there was these two coppers just stood there, like, just right in front of us. 
and everyone was like, you know, saying things to him and stuff, and they just switched off, you know. And um, I said, uh, I'm going off on one ear, sorry. I said, uh, I, I, like when you said that about knowing the human beings and all this, it just reminded me of it because that, that's what I said. Uh, I know that you're human beings and you know you've got families and you you know you you want an easy life. You want to be able to provide for your families and this is why you do it and you believe it's the right thing. And I also believe that you've got a line somewhere, whether you realise it or not, where your boss will ask you to do something and that's beyond the line and you won't do it because you're a human being. Yeah. And then the copper looked at me and he was like, "Like what? What do you mean?" And I was like, "Like shutting down a homeless shelter." <laughs> And it was like he'd only just thought of that when I when I said that to him. You know what I mean? Uh, like wow, that's really good. Point. Yeah, and he, he looked really strong. He looked shocked and then went quiet again, and that was it. <laughs> Back to dissociating. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. For a minute, and then he yeah. went back in his shell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but great, you did it. Great, you entered his personality as a human being. Great, really. Yeah. There we go. And then, um, so like, it became a bit of a game. They had the people on the balcony of the bank, and then, um, so the police like tried to stop them. People providing food for it, so everyone was like. Um, They'd they'd have a, a bucket on a rope that they dangle down from the balcony and people would run over and put food in it and they pull the bucket back up and there'd be like crowds there towards the end when the police like more and more police started turning up every day and they like fenced off one side of the road so that people couldn't put food in the bucket and then people were like throwing bananas up there and stuff like that from across the street and stuff <laughs> yeah. and then yeah and then. Uh, And then the police just came in and just started threatening to arrest everyone if they stayed there and stuff and something or other act. And then everyone just fucked off because they didn't want to get arrested. And then uh, they got in. I think the fire brigade helped them get in and kicked them all out and the people that were started it all got sent down and stuff, I think. The bank probably made for a nice fortress though, right? I mean, like you said, a vault. Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess maybe it's hard to lock yourself in, though. And I mean, they got guns. So, uh, I mean, unless I mean, it's some kind of siege, yeah, you, you, you don't, I mean, you don't, you don't win. I mean, yeah. it, it, there are two places uh, best to uh, squat is either a bank <laughs> or a castle. I'll try and find something about it online. There we go, yeah. BBC News, if you can believe them. Yeah. yeah. I guess... Uh, Charles Wright and Dev. Sorry? Oh, yeah, uh, it's on the general... General thing. Right. Fences erected around protest bank. Yeah. yeah. Looks like where's where'd the smoke come from? Is that something that the 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 people residing in the place did, or is that like a smoke bomb that was 
thrown by the cops. Wow. Nah, yeah. it's all the stoners there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Setting off a flare, I don't know. Maybe they're trying to raise attention to what's going on. The anti homelessness group. Holy the fuck. It's, it's, it's pretty uh, red smoke there. It's lighting a flare. Five people were. Love activists! Ah. <laughs> but look, it's, it's, it's one paragraph, and that's the story. Yeah, the picture at the bottom's not very good either, is it? It's almost no. like they didn't want to show the crowds of people that were like, that's messed up. Why? What are you doing, police? Why are you shutting that down? Finally yeah, the someone... photo is from above. It's like, like the bottom of the One photo of the... looks, it's, it's a shot of a building and it appears like the first like seven feet of the building you can't see. So yeah, if there were people on the ground, you're not seeing them at all. Yeah. yeah, and that's the difference between real things that are propagandized in the media, this, and completely fake things. I mean, saying oh, that everything in the media is completely fake is bullshit, because this was real, right? Mm -hmm. but, but it's propagandized, it, it, it's cut and, 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 and yeah. scripted into something differently, right? Yeah. 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 A nice slant. Like Liverpool's got a long history of um, uh, working class resistance, and um, the very like empathetic city towards the homeless, and um, uh, you know, like downtrodden. And um, so, like when when someone did that, people were like, "Yeah, that's great. We can give them some food and help them out." Random people. It was in the it was in the business district, and there was people in like looking like they were off to the job at the fucking trade center, turning up with bags of shopping. Right. You know, all sorts of people were coming up and supporting it, you know. And the police were like the only ones against it, literally. It's quite funny that this is on Castle Street. Like yeah. the, the best two two ways to hide is a bank or a castle <laughs> on Castle Street. <laughs> but yeah. it is it, it's such a short message here, BBC. Yeah. It shows they cannot spin it otherwise, right? I mean, if they yeah. can, they, they they write a ten-page uh, story, but they cannot. Yeah. Uh. Alright. Yeah, so, uh, I'm next. Uh, uh, Kelly, you. Okay. So we got to. So uh, George Esther Brooks was clearly convinced that that was indeed the case. He claimed that once a person's core personality had been split, it was then possible to control one or more of the alter personalities without the conscious awareness of the primary personality. This process, according to Esther Brooks, allowed the intelligence community to create super spies, unwitting agents who were willing to follow any orders unquestioningly. unquestioningly. 
Among other duties, these super spies were sorry, made ideal couriers since they could be fed sensitive information while in a controlled dissociative state and thereafter have no conscious awareness that they were transporting important data. Even under torture, the super spy would reveal nothing, or as far as he or she was aware, there was nothing to reveal. Someone at the receiving end who was familiar with the super spy's programming, however, could readily extract the information, after which the super spy would remain blissfully unaware that a mission had been successfully completed. As dubious as Estabrook's scenario may be at first, it is not so very different from the common phenomenon of driving on autopilot. So let us imagine that you have managed once again to find yourself at work with no idea how you got there. You can remember nothing beyond pulling out your driveway. So you decide out of curiosity to pay a visit to a skilled hypnotist. And I don't know whether they need that, but I'll read it in a minute. Uh, who succeeds in putting you under, so to speak, while in the hypnotic trance, another term for a dissociative state, you would be able to relate to the hypnotist and anyone else in the room all the mundane details of your drive to work. Once brought back to a normal state of consciousness, however, you would still have no conscious memory of your drive to work unless instructed otherwise by the hypnotist. You would have served, in essence, as a super spy, and all that is missing from the equation is the element of control. And there's a little like, side note about hypnotism. It says, hypnotism is another phenomenon, phenomenon that is regarded with considerable scepticism by both the general public and the scientific community, although there are signs that that is beginning to change. Despite its long history, scientists have wondered whether hypnotism is a genuine psychological state or a gimmick, noted the National Post. But recent research shows it causes measurable changes to the brain. A number of mainstream media articles in recent years have begun to acknowledge the effectiveness of hypnosis, especially as a mean of, means of pain control. Lamaze childbirth techniques, for example, are really just a form of self-hypnosis. Psychology today noted that hypnosis is not an all-or-nothing phenomenon, but rather a continuum. Most people can be hypnotized to some degree. The question is, how far? <clears throat> the same can be said, of course, of the ability to dissociate, which largely determines susceptibility to hypnotism. Yeah. Can we have I have I missed something obvious there? Can 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 someone um clearly differentiate hypnotism and disassociative states? Me please. Same thing really. I mean if there is one apparatus that is hypnotizing and this is T V and I recognize it because I don't watch TV for 12 years now. But <clears throat> when I was on holidays or when I'm in a bar or something, I see TV. And it's so fucking hypnotizing. It mm. draws you into it, even if you don't want to. Yeah. yeah I'm sorry. 
Captain Morgan's gun had set the um, the flicker rate for the TV. Um, yeah, the 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 uh, frequency. Alpha. Yeah, yeah alpha yeah. flicker rate to make it more suggestible. Yeah, 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 the fifty or sixty hertz. Yeah, yeah true. She's still a, she's still about. Should get an interview with her. Been in a bar when she's there's. A living, she's a living. I'm for victim. Well, yeah, yeah, Sean Yan Thingwave, what's his name? Yeah, a long time ago, yeah. She tends to associate with the uh, UFO crowd, so she's. She didn't get advice out there much, she's written off. And now, I mean, if you look at now, it has been taken over by Facebook and Twitter and so. I mean, look around you and you find people hypnotized by their cell phones. Oh, yeah. I mean, even in fucking public, if we have a conversation like this, people are just looking at their cell phones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're not paying attention to what's happening around them. It's completely hypnotized. I was looking at people, yeah, sorry. I'm just saying, when you're trying to have a conversation with someone and they're just glued to the phone. Yeah. Can't look away. I was in the hospital. It's completely hypnosis. Yeah. I was looking at all our people that were sitting waiting and like just, you know, a, a lot them were younger, but not necessarily all of them. And everybody, it's like, um, it's, um, I, I, it looks like there would be a sort of traumatic, uh, it would be a traumatic experience to be separated from it. Yeah, it looks yeah, like that. Exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Don't disturb and, me from my virtual friends. Uh-huh. And it's sort of a, like a... Uh, if you think about how hypnotic the television is, and they're talking about trauma, right? Well, if you've like sat and been watching the television, then like has all these things been traumatic to people and ma- on mass? You know what I mean? So, is everybody not a fucking MK ultra victim? <laughs> Yeah, and, and on Facebook, and I haven't heard anyone else, probably other people have said it too, but I think Facebook is even more dangerous because on Facebook you normally interact with your friends, so you're in, in like a friendly mode, like uh, you trust people and you, I mean, I, uh, hello, I'm in Barcelona and I post a picture of Barcelona, right? I mean, like that. But then, uh, one second later, you get a message, there is a terror attack in Barcelona. So you mm-hmm. are in the same in the same mindset, and you still believe you're still in a trustworthy friend uh, mindset, and then you believe that story much easier than if you would actively have to switch on the TV and search for a channel where you find the news, right? And now it's it's <clears throat> coming it onto your plate, so just like your friend <laughs> stories are, and just like. Uh, people posting pictures of dogs and cats and so I mean, yeah, you know. I've noticed that, that I've not been in there very much at all since getting addicted to Discord. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> I went in, I went in the other day, and there was all this new. There was a new new stuff that I hadn't seen before, and it's basically like I can't remember the name of it, but it's really featuring on the main frame of like timelines and stuff. And it's all about that. I'll need to go back in and it's like a citizen safety check. Freaking thing. Honestly, it's mental. And where's their 
there is an emergency in the world and people are, can like volunteer to go and help and all this crazy shit. Like, there's a few mental things I've noticed about Facebook, like. Yeah, and, and it, the, the thing is, it works the other way around, because what we see now in all these stories, I read uh, the only what I see here via these channels, but then you see uh, people quoted from Facebook, pictures pulled from right. Facebook, you know, and Facebook has become the, the number one source for journalists, uh, sorry, journalists, um, who, uh, who get their data from. Only when it suits their agenda. Sorry? Only when it suits their agenda. Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. They never quote me. But that me. also, it, it reinforces the idea the other way. So it works both ways. First, you get the uh, so-called news in via Facebook. And I use Facebook as a broad term, right? And it can be Twitter, it can be Instagram. I don't know these channels, but right? Facebook, let's say, right? Um, and then uh, that same news story talks about Facebook and Facebook characters and uh, my, uh, uh, my the friend of uh, a Facebook friend of someone who was killed in a uh, in a van attack in Toronto or in a, a shooting in, in yeah. Florida or. Uh, Liverpool doesn't have uh, so, so many, but okay. Uh, or in Dumblane school shooting, uh, Kelly. Uh, no, but uh, I mean, they, uh, then it, it, it adds another connection to it, right? I mean, you're on Facebook. Oh, I know Facebook. I have Facebook friends. So if a Facebook friend says something, yeah, I take it seriously. So if yeah. the news talks about Facebook friends, I also take it seriously, right? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you, know you know that... Uh, the trending now or something it's called like that little ticker it's like the news uh, that's totally not really like weaponized as well it would be anyway because it's talking about news but I've like I had uh, uh, two like different pro- profiles I had one that was like as my name and all that and I had another one that was like as the family dog right because I liked it. I was playing games at the time and I was trying to get like points. Anyway, so I had two different profiles and it would say different stuff for the one, like the dog one was obviously like a male, you know what I mean? And it would say different things that was like really, uh, I don't know how you put it, but just sort of uh, like a lot of the time you would see stuff that was race baiting and stuff that was getting, that was on the one as a male. That wasn't on the that like my one is a female. It's weird, yeah. right? There's a lot of stuff going on. Basically. There's a lot of um, divisive technique stuff appearing now. Yeah, because it was. Well, I remember one time it was going on about like uh, someone in Glasgow, a guy that was Muslim and said something about Easter, and it wasn't on my one. But then all the it was on all the it was on the male one, like, I, I, I don't know, it was just weird, you know, like they were experimenting or something. Yeah. They can the tailor... Back, back to the book for one moment. Yeah. Well, does anyone know what Esther Brooks' pedigree is? Or is no. from what school he's, who, who his parents are on that? 
No, no, no. I, I just linked him, but I don't. Hello? Canadian American. Rhodes Scholar. Harvard. Whoa! Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, but he has a very short article on Wikipedia, which is a good sign, right? I mean, if, yeah, if he's a spook, then he gets a big article, and if he is like a, a rogue type of person, he gets a small article. Yeah, but you know what? Something like... Sorry? No, a Rhodes Scholar Scholaries. You know what a Rhodes Scholar Yeah, okay, is. okay, but 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 still, I I feel that there are enough people who are. I mean, in a way, if you're into that, you cannot get out. Most of those people cannot get out. They're into it, and they've been born into it. They've been scripted, and still they can publish something good and something useful for other people. I th- I, I yeah, I've never heard of him. I've never heard of him, but just no, 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 no. What's a road scholar? I've heard the name before, but yeah, I found something. I found something mental, and uh, I don't know what it is. Wait, now I'll send it up. It's something about that guy that's on uh, the archive. Hold on. Looks interesting. On the Oxbus. If he was a big player in the mainstream, he would get a huge article with with all yeah. bells uh, going off, right? I mean, depends that's not what he gets. Depends how high up he was. Higher up, the less. No. Well, if he is an authority on hypnosis during World War II, that is quite something. If you're yeah. dead, and that's what it says, and then still he has only three sentences, and this is a whole page, you know. I mean, what? I mean, look at the page of Albert Einstein, or uh, you know, those those uh, spooks. Yeah. Maybe those ones just have a more fleshed out background story. You know, I've. I've tried to find people that I I'm fairly certain are are in on something, and it's uh, yeah. You go to their Wikipedia page, and it it almost seems intentionally uh, mm. small uh, amount of information. Yeah, you know, yeah. So you go to some of these people's uh, genealogy pages, and you know, it they've got their their parents are private and. Uh, that's yeah. that's got to be a decision that's made, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 But yeah, uh, well, well, I am glad to be here in Hoaxbusters and not the fake colleges where people are uh, a little bit de- detached from reality. I would say, and here it's it's more uh, conscious <laughs> of of. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I mean, let's be honest. I mean, there are people here, uh, here, not here, but in in the mainstream who are, yeah, they they don't play along the agenda that well, so they won't get the fame and uh, and uh, money and power and everything that uh, the 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 horrors of the elites get. But if you think of a school child. Looking up someone for a homework project, they're gonna type in fucking Albert Einstein or something. 
and they're going to get reams of info and all that, you know what I mean? Whereas someone who's actually instrumental in actually doing stuff, they're often very sparse. I mean, it doesn't prove anything. It does indicate... No, it doesn't prove it, but, but there is a clue in it, I would say. Yeah. It's an indication. Yeah, an indication. That's a good word. Yeah, yeah, actually. I mean, the same thing for so-called historical events. I mean, uh, the Holocaust uh, gets uh, fifty thousand, uh, sorry, six million page uh, uh, article, and a real thing gets uh, a couple of lines, right? Yeah. I mean, they cannot, they cannot uh, completely ignore real stuff. They have to. Yeah report something on it, but then just minimize it as much as possible, right? Yeah. And they probably have an eye as well for for things that they can they can fit into mm. agendas or what they know is good for uh ratings, but uh agenda driven too. Like uh I'm sure that, you know, some stuff is just whole cloth uh, sewn out of nothing uh, to push agendas, but uh, I think I think a lot of there's, it is, there's something behind the the stuff they choose to report, whether it's real or not. Definitely, yeah. yeah. Even if it's like seemingly completely irrelevant, non-important, not even a world event kind of thing, but um, just like stupid stories, like some some young petite woman in like Sweden uh, she wanted to take a selfie with a, with a swan, an adult swan <laughs> and she, pick, she picked up the swan with her hand and holding a handbag with the other hand and you know that's possible obviously <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, the, the swan was reportedly died dead from shadows oh. and then uh, and people were like Everyone's reaction to it is, "Oh, I hate the hum. I hate us humans. Aren't we a disgrace?" And that's, yeah. the, general, that's oh, yeah. the general reaction, yeah. you know. But that's yeah. that's what they yeah. want. That's, that's a spin. That's a spin. Yeah. They want people to feel like it's our fault. Yeah. 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 I I feel like I even uh, fell into that long time ago. You know, in like eighteen, nineteen, and. I I I started to think that we were some kind of plight on the earth and uh yeah. it it took uh I think watching some Alex Jones video when I when I first started looking at that stuff you know or yeah. before I stopped looking at that stuff but there there were some nuggets in there and and stuff that woke me up and uh, I think it was Endgame where he was he was talking about uh, eugenics and stuff and and world populations, and mm-hmm. he just all it took was him saying, you know where where do the people get that idea like and it that's the question I asked myself I'm like why do I why am I thinking that because I I am thinking that or I was and it was like that and I realized man like I've always I've always kind of tried to be pick up on agendas and stuff even before I was like looking into it, you know, like I was just kind of always aware, but that one got by me and I, I, I got suckered by it. Yeah. 
And uh, yeah, it, it took it took him saying, you know, where where do you think you got it from? And yeah, it was it was the media. It was it was everything was was giving this idea that that there's either too many of us or just our, you know our existence is is killing uh, the planet. And, Never any speculation of the idea that there's like criminal, criminally unfair distribution of the resources of the world to the people. That, yeah, and that, that yeah, and into it in the, the land is is withheld too. We're we're put into yeah. uh, highly populated uh, city centers for the most part, and yeah. where uh, everyone has it, to it gives the it gives the impression of of being overwhelmed the the environment but there's yeah. there's so much out there that's that's free and uh but but it's not you know i can't i can't go there hey, did you read further on that wikipedia page after the bit about road scholar that actually says he like george estabrook she joined the first canadian division in his teens and at the age of 19 became the youngest commissioned officer Later in life, he became a 32nd degree Knights Templar Mason and wrote various oh. articles and books, including the four publications, The Future of the Human Mind, Hypnotism, Spiritism, and Man, The Mechanical Misfits. <laughs> Hello. That's funny that... that Dave McGowan doesn't put that in there as his. Uh, I know. No. Uh, hey, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Holy Grail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. All right. Well, so, should we should we pick wow. it up and see see what else uh, see if yeah. anything's going on with Esther Brooks or. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Mahatma, you're up. Hi, all right. Uh, where are we? And how would that control be attained? All right. <clears throat> how would that That's, control uh, be Oh, sorry, go ahead. All right. Sorry. How would that control be attained? Estherbrook shied away from the details, only alluding to the severe psychic torture that is required to split a person's car personality and then exert control over the alter personalities that are created. The trauma is often referred to euphemistically as a, quote, form of hypnotism, unquote. In one passage, for example, Estherbrook's, Noted that multiple multiple personalities are caused by a form of hypnotism in the first place. We will see that emotional shock produces exactly the same results as hypnotism. Later, he came a little closer to the truth. Multiple personality in brackets can be both. Caused and cured by hypnotism. Remember that war is a grim business. As we deliberately set up that condition of multiple personality to further the ends of military intelligence. Yes. But 
Still later, he came even closer. Quote, everyone can be thrown into the deep state of hypnotism by the use of what termed the Russian method. That makes no sense. Uh, no holds barred, deliberate in disintegration of the personality by psychic torture. The subject might easily be left a mental wreck, but war is, war is a grim business. War is indeed a grim business. Grim business. Mr. Brooks was apparently fond of stating that argument hardly justified the type of research the doctor endorsed. In using children who were notoriously easy to hypnotize as research subjects. Decades after the publication of Vector Brooks's, Esther Brooks's seminal work, Another psychiatrist stroke hypnotist by the same name, by the name of Paul Edia wrote an obscure book entitled Brainwashing and the Cults, an expose on capturing the human mind. <coughs> Julian Assange. <coughs> Verdier's manuscripts began on a promising note with this acknowledgement. must be <laughs> it must be accepted that brainwashing is now being used here in the United States by devious persons with personal gain in mind unfortunately the, the author followed that bold proclamation with a woefully inaccurate accounting of those dangerous persons might be he did provide a reasonably good description of the process of mind control, although Verdier, like Esther Brooks, did not use the term mind control. A Verdier's account, the objective would be brainwasher is to access those areas of the brain that are outside the, outside the individual's conscious control. This, this is accomplished, the doctor explained, by circumventing the normal inhibiting response of the cerebral cortex so that an individual's voluntary conscious self-control will be bypassed and short-circuited. After disable that Verdier referred to the brain's critical block, all of the following were recommended. Alcohol, euphoric drugs, isolation, solitary confinement, and the most a dramatic and unique item in the brainwashing arsenal, hypnosis. All of these brainwashing techniques significantly have been exhausted, exhaustively researched by the CIA. Page. <laughs> How cool uh -huh. is it that he, that he actually says about the military, right? Yeah. 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 Grim, grim it's, it, they probably do the same thing that, you know, the cops do, just yeah. even worse. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, and in a sense, it's worse for cops because cops are normal, normally uh, operating in a system of peace. 
I mean, in a war, okay, you can understand that you need uh, some brainless uh, guy who is going to shoot other people. I don't uh, agree with it, but okay. But a cop just going into a neighborhood and uh, seizing uh, some uh, five grams of weed from someone. I mean, what? Yeah. This is this more serious, right? If you, if you think about it. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking about how they they probably use levels of hypnotism and, uh, and things like that between like video games and, mm. and movies and TV that program people from, uh, you know, from the moment they're born basically on both how to respond to those kinds of authority figures oh, and, and much, how yeah. those, those people also should act uh, and also training their brains to, you know, want to be, say, a, a, a soldier or, or something. Yeah. Oh, very, very much, yes. yes. See, if you even, I, I think it even works unconsciously on us, let's say, being awake, right? Even still, we carry that, all those movies we might we watched in our childhood until today, we still carry that subconsciously in our minds. And I take movie as a kind of role model in for a certain action, and even not thinking about how it happens. Like kids' programs, like just have a little look at some of the things. Like, but I want like some of the things my wee niece watches, and uh, there's like really just screaming obvious. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, uh, Topics and uh, continual sort of things like patrol, things on patrol. uh, There's doctor's programs like uh, trust your doctor, blah, blah, blah. And it's like Mm -hmm. looking at at infants uh, television programming will really clue you in on how it's done. You know what I mean? Well, have you have you guys seen any of these? Uh, I don't know. I think they're go- they're calling it like Elsa Gate and stuff. These these like YouTube kid videos, kid vids. All right. Uh, yeah. I think they're using. I've seen some of them. Like I did some research into it, and it's they give the opposite kind of message. Like they've got the, you know you were saying about doctors. There's something too, right. you know not wanting your kid to be afraid to go to the dentist or something like right. but these videos are like they take the the characters from the that the kids know the the intellectual property of Disney or Nickelodeon and and put them in scenarios where like they're getting their teeth pulled and it's like there's blood everywhere and oh, you're uh, joking. they're getting pulled out with pliers uh or or like um Elsa gets impregnated with a green baby from Spider-Man and like it's it's what? really oh, it's really crazy but they're like it- not even getting shut down you know like I have seen Mahatma make that make that uh remark in the in the chat before just like oh, you know, hey. what, who's behind this cuz it it's really really widespread uh and like yeah, why my- aren't- why aren't the, uh, these corporations protecting their properties? 
the like the Elsa from Frozen, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, like I just looked it up. Um, I know my wee niece is like into that. Uh, not the YouTube <laughs> stuff. Not but that, but like but he's into too. the character and stuff. Like the yeah. character from uh-huh. that uh, musical or whatever it is. Yeah. And she's like too, yeah, so if she gets too. on YouTube and, and, and is looking for Elsa, chances are she's right. going to come across that. Like kids My really God. need to be... Uh, shielding oh, away from that YouTube. Man. It's it's there's something really sick going on on there. Right. Is it not like um dark humor adult cartoon? No, that... no, absolutely not. It's um, it's intended for kids. Yeah. Yeah. And it's you can tell it's it's there's like these warping mind warping uh techniques that they use i it's really hard to describe but uh and if if you find one and just go through the related you can you can really blow your mind with the how sick uh this stuff has to be on on such a young impressionable mind yeah that's pretty weird I, I just looked it up on, uh, you, uh, well, Bing or whatever, and uh, it's got, like, the channel uh, on the search engine. It's sort of, like, saying what you're talking about, like, Elsa, ketchup everywhere. Come play Ugh. with me and go. Right, but then I go into ketchup that. Ketchup everywhere. And it's, like, and, yeah, and, what and does the, that look like? The, That's... the channel, the ch- when I go into it on YouTube, though, it's shown me somebody doing Zumba. Like, so... What what it says it is on the search engine isn't what's coming up on the YouTube, which is quite strange. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, some of them I think have gotten gotten shut down. Maybe I'm not sure, but uh, it it really it seems like mm-hmm. they it's it's straight up MK Ultra. Yeah, that's weird. Trying to program, yeah, these kids' minds with some some weird imagery and uh, like, and I, I'm not even, you know, that uh, conservative. Like, I'm not coming from some kind of conservative stance. Like, oh, you know, this isn't like your normal your normal stuff at all. It's and it's oh. it's definitely not intended for adults. Like it's it's the the commonplace right now. There's, in, uh, there's something there's something right about the uh, adult uh, cartoons as well though. It's like, uh, do you know what I mean? Like you could say that was. Uh, are we talking about hentai here? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> say that was say that was uh, an adult one, cartoon, man. Elsa. <laughs> it was right. Well, kids would still come across that as Elsa, not for adults. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> Release the There's Kraken. Adam as well, by the way. Adam's joined that night. September 11th was quite a good adult cartoon. Hey, Adam. Good night, man. Yeah, I see we've What's got up, Adam Miller here. Hey. Hi, Adam. You all right? How's it going? Come to join the reading circle. <laughs> Do you Oprah's have a book club? Is it open for business? What? Oh, yeah, I will share it again, the book. <laughs> Which book is it? 
Yeah, we should. No worries. We are we are taking turns reading from Program to Kill. Oh, okay. That's cool. Well, each of my personalities have read a page. <laughs> <laughs> so you'll go after me, Adam, if you care to join in on the, the reading. If not, you could just listen, I guess. But uh... Yeah, sure. Just... Uh... Gotta find the PDF. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's coming. It's coming. I think I think oh, I'm oh. up, right? <laughs> yeah, you're up, Cal. Uh, okay. Uh, let's see. What we are on? What? Fifteen uh, or no? Eighteen. Uh, we are on. Yeah, I'm not that good. I'm not good with Roman numerals. Me neither. Uh, yes, it's uh, seventeen. I I I. Seventeen. I had let let the net school. Yeah, it's seventeen. Is it? All right. Uh, one five and three. XV yep. one one. Yeah, I I. All right, I'm getting it. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but yeah, that guy went on to explain that in order to achieve truly lasting states of brainwashing. Uh, in qu- or in parentheses or mind control, it is necessary to subject the victim to profound and deep emotional states. The recommended emotional states are fear, shock, and anxiety, all of which have quote an intense disinhibitive effect on the human brain. End quote. Even more effective is pain because, quote, according to the eminent neurologist, Dr. Wilder Penfield, sensations of pain from the muscular sensory system enter the subportal brain regions directly, end quote. With the passage seemingly lifted from Estabrook's writing, Verde left no doubt that pain and fear are the most powerful uses, useful items in the MKUltra toolbox. Russian political scientists do support the belief that given enough punishment, all the people in any time or place are susceptible to hypnotic control. End quote. Verde echoed other of Vesta Brooks' beliefs as well, including the idea that, quote, brainwashing, end quote, could also, or sorry, could and should be widely utilized for benevolent purposes, in quotes. Uh, and the notion that children are ideal candidates for mind control programming. Quote, brainwashing can be slow, insidious, and sure when applied to children early in life. It is likely that there is a short period of time following corporal punishment when the child is in a state of decortication, hypnosis, so to speak. This is the ideal time to plant the positive instructions for better behavior in the future, end quote. What the good doctor considered, quote, corporal punishment, end quote, and, quote, positive instructions, end quote, was left to the reader's imagination. The, the vulnerability of children to, do, to dissociative states brought on by traumatic abuse is one of the reasons that the CIA and other intelligence agencies have played key roles in the creation of relatively mainstream satanic groups, as well as, or 
yeah, as well as in denying the existence of underground satanic cults engaged in violent criminal enterprises. Some of the available ev evidence suggests that an array of satanic groups have served in intelligence agency fronts for mind control operations, which actually makes perfect sense, considering that if the goal is to severely traumatize children, then surely nothing compares to the seemingly outlandish, uh, outlandish stories told by those who have survived what they have been dubbed satanic ritual abuse, or SRA. Uh, I'll read this next paragraph. Uh, Verde took note in his book of the fact that one of the most pronounced emotional experiences that a human being can undergo is having his or her life threatened. Threats of death are used as a basic tool by brainwashing communists. Even among them, however, this threat is, is used sparingly, for they know that humans quickly adapt to this type of threat, especially if it is repeatedly given but never carried out. In order to avoid this routinization of stressful emotional situations, they have been known to casually execute prisoners for the apparent effect it has on the others. The actions that Verde predictably attributed to, quote, brainwashing communists, end quote, precisely mirror the stories that have been told repeatedly by self-described survivors of ritual abuse. These victims speak of receiving frequent death, death threats directed against both themselves and their family members. They speak also of having those threats reinforced through their forced witnessing of and even participate in the killing of others. Okay, and I think uh, some of that there about the, the brainwashing of communists should have been in quotes maybe of uh, Esther Brooks, and I might have forgot to say that, but... Mm. Yeah, but I think it's it it is it is true. I mean, <clears throat> if you can brainwash people in believing that uh, someone can snitch you, like in the old uh, Eastern Germany and the Soviet Union, and so it's more effective than actually snitching. Well, even could even like that movie, you know, we. I, I spoke about it earlier that conspiracy, conspiracy theory, like he's he's uh -huh. getting chased by the government for what he he knows. Uh, he, he learned something doing research and now they want to kill him for it. Uh, yeah. And it's like, OK, is that, you know, on some level telling everyone, OK, you know, watch out for what you what you might uh you know, like they don't actually have to go kill anybody necessarily. Yeah. Execute people. It, it's they just, the suggestion. They just, the suggestion. Yeah. You know, you know what I was thinking, yeah, yeah. when you were saying that there, Kyle, I was just thinking of duck and cover. You know, like that's like a, a threaten on your life that they showed to all the the, the kids. You know what I mean? Saying yeah. you and your family are up for it. Or terror, terror level chartreuse. But, yeah. uh, I mean, in a way, we see it, uh, but uh, also in a way, it's true, because uh, Hoaxbusters got pulled, and uh, Fakeologists got pulled off your YouTube, so there is something real going on, but it's this threat of, don't question because you're harassing, or you're, you know, abusive, 
to other people. Uh, and, and then the, the word uh, goes around, and then it, it's the word that is actually more powerful than the short. Short. It's just one letter, one letter difference. But uh, yeah. And then Hoaxbusters getting taken offline and then put it back on. This is <clears throat> is a little bit MK Ultra-ish. Yeah. It's like uh, <laughs> the carrot and the stick. I don't know. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, thank you, Daddy Google. You gave us back our blog. <laughs> so I, I never saw it that way, but okay. Yeah, it's kind of like that, though. I mean, it's it's yeah. got to be discouraging. Even even the yeah. getting it back, it's still kind of like, oh God, you know, is this going to happen again? Should I, I, should I even proceed? Yeah. You know, I I got to imagine Chris has to is. It, I'm not. Sh- I'm not though. sure exactly like what it was, whether it got taken down, whether it got like, reinstated because I wrote them a like note, or um, whether the whole time they were just like taking it down because of this uh, phone number. It was like needing a phone number for verification, and uh, whether that's what they do, and like, do you know what I mean? That they're maybe like they're not taking down that many like. Do you know what I mean? They're not taking them down. They're just like stopping them because the security is shite and that. But they're not. Do you know what I mean? If you weren't, if I wasn't like following that up, we would think that one. We would think one like had uh, been taken down because of uh, the guidelines and stuff. But really, it's. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. That's yeah, it could be uh, something different than what the YouTube scenario is. Like we, we're pretty certain what's going on on YouTube. Uh, yeah. But yeah, the blog thing. Yeah, it could have. It could have just been an authentication that they needed. Uh, they need, you know, a, yeah, a phone number or whatever, and it was it wasn't. Uh, it's an opportunity. I mean, inactive blogs offline at the same time. Uh, it's hard to know. Well, it's like they don't want inactive blogs online because sometimes, like, somebody hasn't messed with a blog in 10 years and it's still up there. And maybe it has some interesting here, stuff no. on there. Yeah, no, it had been maybe... A, I the I see posts, you know, it's back up, and the the posts are from March, so it, it hasn't been that long. Yeah. No, but uh, Carl, I want to come back to what you said, and and I think that is what this so-called, yeah, however you want to call it, the political correct or cultural Marxist or whatever kind of movement, whatever kind of label you want to give them, but that's what it's about. It's like soft threatening people into, yeah, you're a racist or you're sexist or you're an anti-something, anti-whatever, right? For oh, suggesting yeah. something, and that is much more effective than when the government says something, because people will say, ah, "Fuck you, government." No, it's when your friends and your peers are saying something. It's much more yeah. effective. Yeah. When they associate it, as soon as you say one certain word, and they've heard that word before from somewhere else, and then they think because you said that word, you must mean this. You must believe this. Oh man, I I've been when I was still in. Facebook uh, actively I, I have Facebook but I never use it but when I was still there I had this discussion with my ex-girlfriend who is a typical leftist uh, 
And then I, I, I said to her, hey, listen, um, it's, it's maybe not such a good idea that there are millions of people coming into Europe which will change Europe for the future. And not to be racist, doesn't have to do with race, but in any case, that is not a, uh, a healthy uh, development. And then uh, she she was just replicating all the words that were just in the mainstream uh, media, you know, and uh, like uh, like a robot, like hypnosis, like really hypnotist, hypn hypnotic, repeating, yeah, racist, yeah, uh, I care for my children. Well, actually, I said, well, if you think about your children, they will live in a different Europe than you live, and we live in a different Europe that our parents did. And that is maybe not such a good thing. And she, so you, she was completely oblivious to that. I mean, completely replicating like a robot, hypnotic, hypnotic uh, repeating, parroting the mainstream propaganda. It was, it was well, really strange to see. You've got to be fucking... A few rockets to think that weaponized immigration isn't going to affect your society. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. be a okay. total cult member. So. I, I mean, I mean uh, ask the people in India, eh? yeah, and the, the British, uh, they weaponized immigration there, right? There you go. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I'm or, or, or here in, uh, in uh, Spanish uh, Latin America, right? I mean, come on. Well, our band, I was just going to say, our uh, Global Parasite, we got accused of uh, being anti-Semitic. Uh, oh, yeah, of course. By people that really didn't have a clue what they were talking about. That's only because you weren't circumcised, right? <laughs> it, was, it was only by non-Jews. It was only by lefty types. That was, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, we there was we're a not, picture. Not there was a picture we posted. Right. It's all a load of shit. There was a picture we posted. Yeah, sorry. It was alright. Um, it was like a Rothschild. It was just as stupid. A picture of um one of the Rothschilds, anyway, and it had like a swastika in the background. And it was saying, then, my name is the, the Rothschild. I can't remember which, what his Christian name was, which one he was. Um, I'm, I'm, um, I own the banks, you know, the central banks around the world, and da, 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 I control you. And it was, it was kind of immature, whatever, I don't know. But, uh, pretty much accurate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know. And uh, I think the point of the swastika was that he was like in control. Who he, he controls the money? What is it he says? I don't. It's I don't financial care. I care fascism. Not, I care not for what type of government is in power as long as I control the money. Yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. I can't find the uh, the original quote for that, but it it's still true anyway. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it it was a nineteenth century quote. But this young. I, I, I don't care who controls the government as long as I control the money supply or something. Yeah. This this young lad, he wanted to look so desperately like a righteous anti-fascist that he was leaving his logic behind and going, that's a swastika, I'm against swastikas, and completely missing the fucking point we were trying to make. 
Yeah, well, <laughs> if you if you are standing up leftist in for so-called freedom, and you shoot the the first people you should fight is the banksters, right? I mean, come on. Yeah. So you said um, and, Rothschilds is a code word for Jews. <laughs> yeah. Okay, go and read a book and come back. <laughs> yeah, but oh, send him to the Fakopedia page of uh, Nazianism. I mean, the Nazis and the Zionists were in cahoots all the time. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's 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 just it's just fascism. It's uh, uh, yeah, dictatorial no, uh, con- control of power to a smaller and smaller group. I mean, it's it's happening, right? I mean, yeah. But yeah, they, these people get distracted more by one symbol than by the actual meaning of what you're saying. Uh, Dave, is your name Dave? Yeah. Yes. And that uh, it's as if we, it's as gone if, mad. Yeah, it's as if they think that we think the fucking Jewish fella around the corner's plotting world government. No, <laughs> exactly. No, no, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I've been around those types, uh, literally uh, neo-Nazis yeah. who uh, glorify Hitler that he took uh, out all the Jews. And then I asked the question, well, uh, uh, literally I said it like this. I mean, putting a, a Hebrew-speaking Freemason Jew like Yomar Schacht was in charge of the economy, it's like putting a drug addict Addict in charge of the pharmacy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <coughs> <coughs> A drug addict certainly knows his drugs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and that, that's what uh, the whole econo- economical policy was of the of the Nazi Empire, they they presented in the propaganda, in, uh, they Dennis Wise and uh, you know uh, what's his name, Andrew Anglin, uh, bullshit uh, alt right uh, websites. They say, yeah, no, Hitler got rid of the Jews. No, <laughs> he didn't. He was completely depending on them uh, because <laughs> they were the banksters, the Warburgs and the Rothschilds and the Rockefellers and the DuPonts and the Standard Oils and the Reforts and all those, they founded uh, the war machine of the of the Nazis. <laughs> Did you ever read anything about uh, Dave? Sorry, what? I was just going to say, did you ever read anything anyone about um, Hitler's mother being the maid of a Rothschild? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, it's, it's quite uncertain where. Yeah, she grew where was his her husband, but it's I'm quite sure uncertain where she come where he comes from. He yeah. is in one person, but the Hitler project was multiple persons. But uh, yeah, that's, uh, yeah. That's a is, is that certain? Like that's that's not that's, a, that's a fact about the Hitler mom Rothschild. thing. No, it's not certain. The no, group, so, okay. On the level of an urban legend. Okay. No, uh, but 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 it's it it kind of makes sense. It kind of makes sense that you. Yeah, I mean it's the same thing what happened with JFK and with uh, yeah, Bill I mean, Clinton. Of course, you know? of course it makes I mean, sense. I mean it it does, but it, 
just to know that would be too good to be true. You know, that's why I wanted to, to check. Yeah, and also that's why I think it has been introduced into conspiracy circles, right? And then right, other well, I, I learned that one in school. I had a teacher that just I had a number of teachers that used to say that he was he was a genius. Wow. Yeah. What in school? Yeah. Good on you, man. Wow. It was kind of like, kind of so, well, kind of said to us like, you know, like, yeah, you know, like, I don't know how to put it. It was like they were saying, oh, even Hitler was a Jew, so you can't hate Jews, kind of thing. Oh, because no one yeah. hates Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like, you know what I mean? Like, like, like Hitler was just crazy and. You know, he was just, so, so that, that is uh, putting out some truth and then still spin it into the complete opposite. What the fuck? Kinda, yeah, that's kind of how they did it. But it, that was that was talked about even when I was young. I remember it. It's that evidence of how oppressed that they are. That even Hitler was was a self hating Jew. Yeah. Oh yeah. Wonder yeah. <laughs> if Hitler got yeah. does. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, talking about hypnosis, uh, like we're talking about today uh, with Dave McGowan, I mean, hypnosis, I, I truly believe that most of the Germans at that time, they were completely hypnotized and they really believed that Hitler was doing a great job for them. In the end, he wasn't, uh, of course. Uh, I mean, he he, uh, he he never visited any of the 61 bombed cities, according to the mainstream. I don't know if it's true, right? But uh, according to the mainstream, he never visited any of those cities. <laughs> like, he did, didn't okay. care about the, the normal German people, of course. Was it him who was kept in jail or, uh, for that long period of time? Because there's, like, a lot of... There's these rumors that Hitler was kind of like a... Uh, he had a handler. He came out of oh, the society. Do you know what what Himmler did in jail? He freed the only Rothschild that was arrested by the Nazis, and that is the so-called point that uh, all these neo-Nazis come with. Yeah, yeah, the Nazis they arrested a Rothschild. So I I say one Rothschild, <laughs> really? I mean that is what they did to the old banker uh, uh, cabal that is there. Uh, and then Himmler himself, uh, he freed him uh, because it was so horrible in prison. Uh, that's just there on Wikipedia, right? It's just completely mainstream. Uh, he freed him, and then, uh, uh, yeah, he was uh, after two years or so. And then even, I mean, that, that didn't happen. He was not in jail at all, of course. But, I mean, even according to, ma according to the mainstream, after two years, he was freed by Himmler personally. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> in, the, in the book, Dev talks about um, ridiculous stories being put out. And over here, the, at first there was the Holly Gregg hurts. And then, not so long after that, there was the... The Holly Greg hoax. Oh, yeah, that was like what? Sorry, yeah, sorry. Was that not, what, 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 what,
Like I, I like uh, Greg. name. Holy. Like Greg. Greg. G R A E G. Holy Greg. So. There's an I Holy. in there. Never heard of it. G R A I G. G R A I G. Okay, Holy Greg. So it's almost like oh, Holy Holy Greg. Okay, I see. Whitechat.co.uk. Oh, it turned out to be a hoax from the Tavistock Institute, Valerie Sinus, <laughs> and the False Memories Association. Uh, repeatedly sexually abused by her father and brother. True. Uh, is this one? I will share it. In Lashim. I don't know if it's true. Even so, is, the Holly, is the Holly Greg case a hoax? That's the opinion of disaffected former supporters of the story. Story, right? Who went searching for basic hurt. evidence to support the claims of self-professed investigator Robert Green and Anne Greg, the mother of the lady in question, and found it completely lacking. According to them and their alternative media, talking heads at the UK column, Holly Gregg, a Down syndrome sufferer, oh, okay, was abused by a gang of pedophiles from the age of six years old. Oh wow, it's pretty heavy. Mm-hmm. It's not true. But uh, wait a minute. I mean, one of the elect- uh, 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 sorry, Carl. Uh, just just, just one 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 oh, thing. Sorry. Uh, one no no no, uh, no no sorry, but one of the names of the alleged no, abusers is Win Dragon Smith. Yeah. <laughs> Please Cal. Yeah no sorry I just wanted to say that. Yeah, it sounds like someone that was probably on some kind of weird commune or something with a name <laughs> yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> probably rife territory for for that kind of uh, interaction. Or like some really obviously, obviously transparent wrestling script. Yeah, yeah. And I've heard of an interview with like a normal Scottish woman. But yeah, that that was a hoax. And after that, there was the Hampstead hoax. Uh, the the. These two children were meant to have been uh, abused and uh, by a big satanic gang, and they were selling. Yeah, I see it. Yeah. They were selling children burgers in the local McDonald's, <laughs> and they were doing satanic ceremonies in 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 shoes made but made of baby skin. And I mean, I mean, you could have stopped at McDonald's. You're talking. And they were dancing around, festooned <laughs> in. Uh, in sacrificed baby skulls and that. And people are fucking just buying it. <laughs> people no. getting themselves arrested and all sorts of shit. But there was some dodgy people behind that as well, like Belinda McKenzie. Used to think she was a wrong one, but she's just a spook. Yeah, but but I, I see this, these things happening. I mean, uh, maybe I'm a bit more conspiracy theorist than other people. I don't know, but... I know, I, like I said, I know psychopaths, so I, I can relate that that stuff is happening. And then the reason why they put out this story on a local, small type person 
is to blame them for such a thing, but the actual thing can have happened. The children yeah, were coerced by their stepfather, Abraham Christie, who had convictions for abusing his own children in the past. It was in his NHS records. I mean, well, what is the so-called best way to control people is to abuse them from an early age on, right? I mean, how, and, uh, we always ask the question, how come all these people uh, are all playing along with all these hoaxes and acting and, and all mm. that, all that, all that bullshit, right? I mean, we ask ourselves that question. It's a fair question. But oh, how can that happen? Well, I think one of the best, uh, not morally, but uh, one of the most effective, let's say, uh, ways of doing that is controlling them from an early age, sexually, in their most vulnerable uh, child uh, state, uh, by this. Why not? Because they were coerced to make it all up. It was all, in, it was all filmed by the police. And then in the very last interview, they cracked it. And the kids just relaxed and said, I would have to see him anymore. And they they just told the truth. But that is this local it's story, like, uh, but in, in the bigger picture. It's like Aroldo uh, Rivera doing satanic panic stuff in the 80s in America and stuff like that. It's all bullshit. I don't think it's all bullshit. No, no. I mean, uh, um, Dave McGowan talks about Mark Dutroux uh, later in the first chapter. Oh, yeah. And I don't think it's all bullshit. No, I I think there is something going on. And they just pick someone as a so-called Patsy and then uh, release that story to the media. And that is fake. That story is fake. But what is happening in the background is not fake. That's what I was trying to... What I was trying to outline is about him saying they put ridiculous stories out, like provable ones, like Holly Gregg and the Hampstead Hurts. I mean, which gets sussed. Yeah, yeah. It took a while to suss the Holly Gregg one. But the Hampstead one, it was obvious right from the start, really. I was saying behind the Harvey Weinstein. Kevin Spacey and all these stories, yeah. But in in the background, I think there is something like that going on. I cannot imagine otherwise, knowing how psychopaths operate. And luckily, I haven't been exposed to any of this. But but uh, this this control, this mind control, is definitely true. And the pedophilia, sex rings, and all that—that's definitely true. No. I'm just pointing out the distractions and the psyops from it. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, no, sure. I mean, it's Distract- the same way they frame name uh, uh, this guy uh, Bernie Madoff for the uh, so-called uh, scam of the uh, money uh, in uh, 2008, uh, Lehman Brothers, all this stuff. Uh, he, that yeah. is framed, so now everybody focuses his or her attention to him. But in the background, that scam is true, right? Like streamliner and a frontman, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it's it's like a psychopathy uh, type of person. Yeah. 
what happened to Benny Bernanke, the man who robbed the fucking banky? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> is that a global parasite lyric? It is now. <laughs> it should be. It should be, man. Hey, well, I, 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 I think I, we, should, we should keep it moving a little bit. We're, uh, yeah, yeah, please, yeah. please. We, right we there, can't please. let the recording get too, too long. And, yeah, yeah, true. Uh, yeah. So, um... I, are you prepared, Adam? Do you do you have the spot and everything? Uh, yeah, let me pull it up here. Um, all right, so where did you leave off? Uh, was the last? Sentence? I left Fer- off on they. Ferche uh, went on to explain, page eighteen. Uh, oh, well, no, I, that was page seventeen, said, right? Like, in, in the kill, uh, like the last little part. Well, no, no, you're right, Kyle. Uh, the last paragraph of seventeen by Verge's account, the objective of the would-be brainwasher. Hmm? No, no, no. He he should be picking up that there has been a tremendous amount tremendous of energy amount. expended to discredit all such stories. Yeah. Uh-huh. I thought. I think that's 16. X1, X. No, no, it cannot be, no. Okay, I see it, yeah. Alright. There has been a tremendous amount of energy expended to discredit all such stories at the forefront of the movement to deny the voluntary of. No, deny the validity of the stories told by countless survivors is the False Memory Syndrome Foundation, a group led by a truly vile coalition of CIA-funded psychiatrists and accused and, in some cases, convicted pedophiles. Also playing a key role in the movement are Paul and Shirley Urbel, uh, the author... uh, the authors of the purportedly purportedly authoritative authoritative book entitled The Politics of Child Abuse. The Herbal's book attempts to lay the blame for virtually all the child abuse accusations and pro what the hell is that word? Prosecutions. Prosecutions. Oh, prosecutions. <laughs> it's late. <laughs> uh, prosecutions and overzealous prosecutors, uh, therapists, and parents. The arguments might be a little more credible, however, if the herbals themselves were not known to Los Angeles police as distributors of child pornography, a fact that the media outlets conveniently and rather consistently ignore rather uh, or uh, while touting uh, herbals as authorities in the field of child abuse. Contrary to conventional wisdom claims of ritual abuse uh, are certainly not a modern phenomenon. Such claims have actually been around for quite some time and they have given legitimacy by no less an historical figure than Sigmund Freud. <clears throat> Over a hundred years ago, Freud recognized that ritual abuse was likely the 
primary cause of the psychological problems that he observed in his female patients, author Kevin Marin noted that Freud had committed uh, or had com- commented on the marketed similarity between what his patients told him and <clears throat> the accounts of the witchcrafts of the of the witchcraft uh, confessions of the 16th century. In the let. <clears throat> In a letter to a colleague written in January 1897, Freud pondered, but why did the devil uh, who took possession of the poor things invariably abuse them sexually in in the loathsome manner? Why are their confessions under torture so, like, communications they now communications made by my patients in psychological treatment end quote if Freud were alive today he might well add quote why are the communications made by the patients a century ago like the stories told to therapists today by survivors of SRA, end quote. And SRA was satanic ritual abuse. So, yeah, he's he's saying that uh, (coughs) witchcraft of of Salem and stuff is – Similar yeah. to Freud. Freud was saying that it was similar to Satanic Yeah, he, he's heavily relying both Freud being uh, genuine and these uh, Salem, uh, and but also in Europe. I mean, it's not only Salem in the U.S., but also Europe. These witch uh, witch hunts. He's heavily relying on both of them as being true. You're right. Mhm. I mean, we've got to what, what he's saying about I don't know what ver- what he was ver- saying ver- about the um the uh the false memory syndrome foundation is interesting in that it it was CIA funded and a bunch of agents and that they were they had a big part in trying to muddy the waters uh, in the media and stuff about. Uh, so-called SRA uh, during the whole like satanic panic, uh, you know they they tried to make it. so the CIA was was purposely trying to obfuscate it. At least you know that's the way it appears. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so, so Paul and Shirley Eberle, uh, sorry, not not herbal. Uh, uh, sorry, uh, Adam, but Eberle, uh, they were like the Judy Wood for 9-11, but then for this, right? Well, every source mentioned here is like... What? Uh, it was... Like we've got, we've got uh, Knights Templar and all that. Yeah. All the sources. Are, uh, uh, who was Verdier? 
Oh, that fair dear. That was the other guy that uh, it was mentioned back. Like, he was a, uh, a psychiatrist hypnotist who wrote an obscure book entitled Brainwashing and the Cults, an expose on capturing the human mind. What university is he out of? I've never heard of him either. No, no. No, never. Computer self-capital. Right. Well, I was I was just going to suggest uh, maybe Dave uh, pick up and we're okay. we're getting close to the end right. of the chapter yeah. here. Yeah. No problem. Cool. <clears throat> so, should this remarkable consistency spanning several centuries be attributed to some kind of recurring mass hysteria? Or can it be, be can it be can it best be explained by the fact that as historians and the Chicago Tribune have noted, quote, satanic cults have been documented in Europe and America as far as the sixteen hundreds. End quote. Has there always been something dark and evil lurking in the shadows, only occasionally raising its head, at which times its existence is denied, its perpetrators cast as victims, and its real victims mocked and ridiculed? To ponder such a question, alas, requires calling into question some of our most fundamental beliefs about the nature of the world we live in, and that is a decidedly unsettling venture. Perhaps when viewed in the context of a covert, state-sponsored mind control programme, some readers can begin to understand not only why there might be those who are motivated to inflict appalling levels of abuse on some, some of America's children, but also why so much effort would be expended expended attempting to discredit claims of horrific abuse if the claims are in fact valid. Truth be told, the stories told by survivors of ritual abuse tend to be self-discrediting. One of the potential beliefs, therefore, of cloaking mind control activity in satanic rituals is that the operations are largely immune to disclosure. Even if an operation is uncovered, the stories told by the children tend to be so outlandish, so far removed from the world that we know, that the claims are easily cast aside as a product of a child's fertile imagination. In May 2000, however, uh, a report commissioned by the United Kingdom's Department of Health concluded that satanic ritual abuse was not, as an earlier report ordered by the Conservative government found in 1994, a, quote, myth. The Independent noted in anticipation of the report's release that a quote, specially commissioned government report will this week conclude that satanic abuse does take place in Britain. It will say that victims have suffered actual abuse and are not suffering from false memory syndrome. End quote. One of the primary authors of the controversial report was therapist Valerie Sinison, who reported... Uh, that, does that ring any bells? Uh, Ali Gregg. Oh, really? Um, one of the primary authors of the controversial report was therapist Valerie Sinison, who reportedly had personal treat- personally treated 126 survivors of ritually- ritualized abuse. According to a report in The Guardian, Sinison has said, quote, 46 of her patients claim to have witnessed murder of children or adults during ritual abuse ceremonies that had involved up to 300 people at a time. Some 70% of the reported 
abuse was carried out by paedophiles and the rest by Satanists. <clears throat> the Independent added that 16 of the victims had also claimed, quote, they had seen induced abortions or babies killed, end quote. Sinison's research had led her to conclude that some children, quote, are born for the purpose of abuse and are not registered on birth certificates, end quote. That claim has been voiced repeatedly by US victims as well. How messed up. No, that was that was good. I'd I'd like to uh to just read the footnote here too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going uh, to say, yeah. It says here the timing of the report on this landmark study, which was uh let's see, which study was that? Number eight. Uh, I don't see it here. Maybe someone can... Yeah, it's a study from false memory syndrome. Okay. Independent quote. Okay. The timing of the report was rather curious. The Independent published the story... Oh, there it is. On April 30th, 2000, otherwise known as... Walpurgisnacht. Walpurgisnacht. Walpurgisnacht in in German. Which is translates to Night of the Witches or Beltane, along with the summer and winter solstices. Wellpergnacht is among the most. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, they released the story on on a pretty occult uh, day there. I mean, Wellpergnacht. It's a it's a paganistic uh, ritual which is the, the night before the 1st of May which is the day of labor labor day right and that is coming from that in the end mm. and so it's it's also the 1st of May is also the date when the uh, Illuminati were founded goddess Artemis isn't it the uh, goddess of the hunt the end of the end of the hunt. Like that time they rolled Bin Laden out on Beltane. And that was all to do yeah, with Yeah, well it was in the day after, yeah, true. The second of May, yeah. So yeah. that's in that's in two days. Do you think there'll be anything significant or reportedly Well, I mean Queen's Day Ooh. was always on the thirtieth of April. Queen's Day is the most important it's it's like the fourth of July for the US in Holland. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I mean no, nothing ever happened uh, except from one day, and it was a child. But, but it, no, it, it's a big um, pag- paganistic uh, ritual. That's, that's well, what so far we've got. It's something to look uh, for in the next few days if something, some mad event happens. For sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Interesting yeah. to keep in mind. Yeah. So we finished uh, the detail and then we can... No, 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 we, we, we still have uh, uh, one, two paragraphs uh, still open. I'd just, yeah, like, open. I'd just like to say not only have we got a, a Templar as a source, we've got mm-hmm. the fucking uh, Valerie Sinison out of Tobistock Institute. The whole lot of this is just stinking, if you ask me. The first, uh, <laughs> do the, the uh, false memory syndrome and all that. Under the auspices of Shellshock. Uh, nice Google in there, Mahatma. 
Uh, I mean, I mean, uh, 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 what, what do we have around Valpurgis night? We have, of course, the suicide of, so-called suicide of Adolf Hitler himself on the 30th of April in 1945. We have in 1999 the Admiral Duncan Pub bombing in the UK, in Soho, London, in 1999. And we have 2009, we have, and that was the only, like I said, one, one tie-up. That was a, uh, a guy, a lone guy who drove a car into a crowd. So way before all these, these car uh, attacks of today, it was a Dutch guy who uh, drove a car into a crowd because he wanted to kill the queen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, sorry if I if I assumed Mahatma that that you uh, you Googled that I didn't uh, I didn't mean to. It was just a disassociative state officer. But, but guys, did you, did you um, say no, that was Google anything on this machine? Sorry, Carl, what was it? Did you say that uh, Hitler died on April thirtieth? Yeah, I mean that's okay, his. That's what I thought. I day. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't he born on the twentieth? No, he was born on the twentieth. He so married, married uh, Eva Brown on the twenty ninth, and he committed suicide, so called, because his body was so called burned by petrol. But you see photos of his body completely unburned. But okay, <laughs> uh, in the Führer bunker on the thirtieth of April, so <clears throat> eight days before the surrender of Germany. So would that have been Beltane that day, or does that shift, you know, year by no, that's, year? No, that's Walpurgis Nacht, actually, yeah. 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 Beltane, okay. yeah. No. Yeah. 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 yeah, it's it's easier for me to say Beltane. <laughs> yeah, I understand, I understand. And then, uh, well, 1st of May, we have the arrest of uh, Francis Gary Powers in the Cold War, where it was, it was a big movie made with this famous spook I actually watched that movie and it was horrible it, literally it was even even according to Hollywood standards it was horrible with this famous spook actor Tom Hanks um, about he was being arrested in Berlin and then uh, taken uh, to the Soviets and all that bullshit and then the 2nd of May uh, like uh, you guys said that was the so called execution of Osama Bin Laden in 2011. Mm. And this just a selection. I mean, there needs to be so much more in, in this list, but it's a useful list, uh, you know, these dates are always... Yeah, yeah that was interesting. Who's the lieutenant? And will we finish meeting? Yeah, yeah, it's my, it's my turn. It's my turn. Uh, it's my turn uh, but right. uh, for, for uh, Dave... Uh, uh, I, I will call you Dave because you said it. Uh, I wouldn't do it otherwise. But dog, I will show you, call you. Dog calls me who? I will share the list uh, of sign-ups. You can see it. Uh, but it's my turn to read. Uh, Where, where's the here. list of sign-ups there? Am I missing? Yeah, it? yeah, yeah. Uh, so you're if going. You, if you, uh, oh, Dave, if anything. Uh, to add, please uh, t uh, say it here in the chat or somewhere. I mean, uh, just a note, uh, something, and uh, 
uh, hey, this this is what is not in there, and that's nice to include, right? I mean, it's far yeah. from complete, but it tries to get the biggest oh. psyops uh, of history. Live stream. And it's open source, right? Yeah, yeah, you can edit yourself. Uh, email address, and you get an account, and so, but... Uh, I mean, if you put it in here, it's fine too, right? I mean, you don't need uh, any skills or something, but just just notify and then okay. I'll put it in. Okay. Um. I'll read on. In a report from February 2000, the Independent revealed that Sinison had photographs documenting quote, horrific injuries to children and the existence of ceremonial sites with the remains of mutilated animals, unquote. The same article noted that Scotland Yard founded on, uh, sorry, uh, short digression, uh, thanks to uh, A. A. Morris, uh, founded on the site where an unsolved murder was happening in London on the 11th of September, of course, in 18... 88, I think it was, the uh, Whitechapel murders, um, <clears throat> but I will continue, had begun an investigation. It is unclear where that investigation led, as it is unclear what the official response was to the release of Sinison's study. Media outlets ap appear to have dropped the story just before the report was issued. Many readers of the press accounts that preceded the reports Release were no doubt predisposed to dismiss Simerson and her fellow research researchers as cranks. Where, where exactly readers were left to ponder was this alleged photographic evidence showing children with horrific injuries? Question mark. And where is the <coughs> evidence of ritual murders being performed? As it turns out, shockingly enough, such evidence is not that difficult to find, as hard as it may be to believe, especially, especially for readers conditioned to think that all such stories are nothing but quote-unquote urban myths, photographic evidence of exactly the sort described by Citizen is being peddled all over the internet. But even with such compelling evidence being widely circulated, many will still be tempted to discount the stories told by the survivors of such abuse. Skeptics are advised to keep in mind the words of Detective Robert Simando. It doesn't really sound like an American name, but Simando sounds like German of the Chicago Police Department. Quote, it's difficult for us to believe such crimes are occurring, but they are, they, but they are, all over the United States, unquote. Indeed, all over the world, as we will, sh as we shall see in the next chapter. And then there's a quote by Arlene Tyner, writing in Probe magazine in July, August 2000, quote, in the early 1950s, the CIA was looking for specific, spe specially gifted subjects to study 
Dissociative. Oh man, I have to read that word again. Dissociative. Okay, I do. Okay. Uh, states which could be induced and controlled to some extent with hip hypnosis and drugs. End quote. So that was the preface of the book. And Adam, you are still producing an echo, man, all the time. <laughs> Am I? Yeah. I don't know how the fuck I'm doing that. I, I know, I know, man. Yeah, but it, but it's always with you. Nothing personal, but it's with you. I couldn't hear it. Yeah, I could hear myself, but it's it's okay if I speak. Valerie Sanderson is out of the topic no, no. Institute. She's full of shit. Oh really? Out of the Holly Greg hoax that I just explained. Ah, okay. Yeah, it's crazy how it how it tied in there. You had just got done talking about it, and then and then there was a a connection yeah. in the as we read on. It's interesting. Yeah. I think there's multiple reasons why they would make yeah. make, make false right. um like ho hoax scenarios like that, like the Holly Greg case. Um. For example, I, I ended up going up there to Aberdeen. There was like, um, they were calling for people to come up from around the country to help them um, hand out leaflets around Aberdeen to expose the paedophiles and bring justice and raise awareness in the city. And, and then, so we went up, I went up and um, did you did you go, Mahatma? I can't remember. Um, I, I couldn't get there. I think I just went up on my own. Um, but there was a load of people there and everyone was into all sorts of, you know, we, there was quite a lot of us staying at someone's house and it was uh, uh, lots of interesting conversations going on about all sorts of stuff, you know. Um, anyway, yeah, basically the long story is, short of the story is, uh, it was... If it was a hoax, which you know wouldn't surprise me, then them using that kind of thing as bait to uh, exhaust the energy of the people that give a shit. Mm. Uh, it's effective. Yeah. You know, um, so find out it's all of the shit that peters out. Yeah, and the, yep. and, and also it it takes that away your credit. Satanic panic. It takes away the credibility of the people that are asking questions because then everyone's like, oh, yeah, but you believed in that Holy Grail shit. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. yeah. There's multiple reasons why they do that. I mean, what backed it up, though, is Holly Grail got a kicker payment off the top of Stock Institute. All you have What's to do that? is claim you've been abused. Kicker, I can't remember what it stands for. It's something to do with children and that. Um, if you're if you're um, disabled, all you've got in a child, you've just got a claim of abuse, or your parents have got a claim of abuse, or your guardian or whatever, and they'll just give you a kick payment. So that's that helped kickstart people thinking, ah, there is something to it because she got she got a kick payment. What was withheld from that uh, from the public was. She had a lot. She was uh, 
super promiscuous. And she had loads of different boyfriends that were all promiscuous as well. Because Down Syndrome people have uh, massive sex drives. And as soon as they're, like, ovulating and, you know, puberty, they're, uh, they're at it. I mean, bullying is all around, right? And what do bullies do? They pick the easiest victim. What is easier than a Down syndrome victim? Mm-hmm. The lowest, the sickest of the sickest, of course, but it's what these people do. They don't want to hurt someone That's that might hurt picked, Because it was picked up by the UK column, and the UK column's headed up by Brian Gerrish. Is a former lieutenant commander of the Royal Navy. Oh, wasn't, yeah. Um, wasn't he a British National Party candidate as well? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, of course. I mean, and, this uh, U- the UK column and the British Constitution Group are both registered corporations operating for profit. Uh, registered at Scott Lodge in Plymouth. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And is that... Hold on a minute, because there's another... Um, there's another sort of site that uh, Jay Dyer writes for, and it's that Patrick Henry, whatever the name is. What's that again? Cause is that Kenny's. not sort of one? Yeah, yeah, he used to be an editor for Infowars. Oh, yeah, wow. and, and what's the one that he likes now? Because they're really kind of in power. The, the, the Wire, 21st that, Century Wire, that's it. That's right. And them and the UK column are kind of like tied in a, a sort of, I don't know, yeah. loose way, you know? Same people, and the same people do uh, like certain conferences and all that. I'd say they're linked, but I, I'm not exactly sure how. Mm. Yeah, I, that must be where UK I know column. UK column from, is hearing those two names connected. Yeah. I, I'm thinking. Yeah. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Am I still producing an echo? No, no I, I, I think you're okay. Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going on with that. You're okay now, Adam. Please keep it like this all the time. I didn't do anything, though. <laughs> I just <laughs> my mic off. No, I, I, I didn't notice anything earlier either. Uh, I mean, I have yeah, heard I, echoes from you before, so I kind of knew where Gaia was coming from, but no, I didn't. I wasn't catching it. I, it was uh, it's, slight because I, I spoke up and then you hear it more. So no, it's okay now. Oh, maybe yeah, my microphone is uh, actually kind of. Uh, I had the volume up on my headphones, maybe picked up on the mic. That could be, yeah. But all in all, this is a preface of the book, enough. I would say. And uh, like I said, uh, when uh, Kelly uh, linked the book, I started reading and so on. The first chapter is about a famous or infamous uh, conspiracy happening in Belgium. 
and it was big, big news in Holland uh, when I was young. So, uh, Mark Dutroux, uh, and it was linked to the uh, the politics and the uh, even the Prime Minister of Belgium who was ordering sex slaves from uh, uh, young girls from uh, Mark Dutroux, and so it was really. It's linked to the the naval. It's called the Gang of Naval in uh, in Dutch. It's it's like a uh, like a mafia group uh, for thugs that was robbing banks and supermarkets and so in nineties and eighties, and they were also related to that. And it was a big story. Uh, it's hard to know what is real and what is not, but um, yeah. <laughs> um, Knowing of uh, hypnosis and mind control, and uh, I won't uh, say the word, but uh, separating behavior, uh, dissociative. <laughs> this is. Uh, I try to. Yeah, it's I easier try, if you yeah, have an A in there. Yeah. It sounds uh, like you have an A in between the double S. Disassociative. Yeah, it really does. It doesn't. <laughs> That's what throws yeah. me. Dissociative. Yeah, I, I just want to say I, I think this uh, this book uh, circle went really well, and uh, I enjoyed the the discussion with you guys. And yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, starting the next chapter, and maybe we can I don't know do a set a, a certain time every week or, or whatever. Whatever Kelly wants to do, it was, yeah, it was her fun. idea, and I, I think uh, it, it was a good idea. But I. Mm-hmm. Great idea! I love it. So I just wanted to make sure I uh, threw that in. No, it's a great setup because you can actually think about what other people say outside of our community, and yeah, I love it. It's great. It's really cool. Thanks, uh, Kyle and Kelly, for for doing this. Cool. Uh, Yeah, very much. I enjoyed it. Cool. Will we turn Craig off? Yeah, if it, it, this didn't have to necessarily be the end, but yeah, if you guys are are good, then yeah, I'll, I'll have Craig. Leave. I mean, Craig needs to go to back to his dungeon. Yeah, we got a <laughs> then the Craig's dungeon in this respect gets a little bit of a a, a bad bad <laughs> connotation to it. I would say. Before Craig goes back to his rape dungeon, I just want to say. Fucking carry on. Thank you for saying this, you know. Holly Greg named uh, Sheriff Buchanan's sister when she didn't even live there. And uh, the Hampstead Hoax. It was, it's just totally transparent and contact me if you want more info on it because it's total bollocks. So, yeah, yeah. Put something in the live stream chat. Do you want to give science? your email? Yes, or, I guess people oh. can hit you on the Discord, of course, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, put so, it yeah. in there. Find you on Global Parasite Facebook or something? <laughs> As a cunt yeah. on Facebook. You're on Facebook? Okay. We're on Facebook. Yeah. Yay. I like your music, guys. Uh, Dave and uh, Mahatma. Mm-hmm. It's good. 
I've never been so much into punk, but uh, you have got good music. Yeah. Yeah, and I have, and I I say it's good. So. Thank you very much. It's uh, it's nice that people like it because we've not done much in a while. Glad to hear there's uh, some new stuff in the works, and uh, yeah, I'm gonna say good night to Craig. Put him back in the dungeon. Go on. (laughs) 